1: And welcome to episode 55 of Ready Player Two We're on form, we're on plan And we have actually got a numbering system that's working correctly So, this week, we have got the correct number of guests Or correct number of podcasters Unfortunately, one of them isn't Dave Because Dave has got a massive hole in his face Where he had uh, a tooth previously Which is unfortunate for everybody But most most specifically unfortunate for Dave Tonight, we have got Mr. Lewis Knight What up, yo? Miss L Hello there Freshly back from the States and we have a super special, amazing guest, uh, Mr. Brian. Now, I'm probably going to get your surname wrong here. I'm very, very sorry, but I'm going to go for it anyway. So this is Brian Sigurigerison.
2: <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yes, you did, actually. Oh, it my was, word. <laughs> it, it, was, it was absolutely flawless. It
1: That's was... perfect. Uh, so Brian is um, the co-founder and CEO of Image Form. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, that is correct. Right
1: from Gothenburg, Sweden, and um, if you haven't heard of these guys before, these are the guys that brought out SteamWorld Dig and are currently working on a brand new game, SteamWorld Heist, they've had other games as well. Would you like to do a brief introduction and say kind of what your gaming history is and what you're working on at the moment? Oh yeah, sure.
2: So, I run, exactly like you said there, I'm running Image and Form, uh, a game studio of 16 people in rainy, windy Gothenburg, Sweden. Uh, it always drains and wins a lot.
3: <laughs>
2: and then uh, we made a game called uh, SteamWorld Dig for the 3DS first in 2013, and then we basically ported that to every other platform. And uh, right now we are working on SteamWorld Heist, which is not the sequel to SteamWorld Dig, but rather another game uh, sets way into the future uh, compared to SteamWorld Dig but set in the same universe that we call SteamWorld that features steam-driven robots in a lot of different settings.
1: Who doesn't love a good steam-driven robot? And these steam-driven robots, I believe, are in space.
2: This time they are in space, exactly. Last time uh, with SteamWorld Dig, the robots were in uh, the Wild West digging, digging down, actually, in a mining shaft. And this time they've been sort of forced to take to space. It's not like they're on holiday it's it's, <laughs> it, it's actually about survival
1: yeah I, I think you might have another game there though steam steam driven robots in space on holiday
2: yeah on holiday exactly it'll be a it'll be a sims game i think yeah. you
1: throw a couple <laughs> of dinosaurs in there and i'm buying it already <laughs> i'm sure we're going to talk about it a load more uh, a load more on the podcast so you're going to get plenty of exposure don't worry about that we all plug our own stuff as well so it's it's, it's like a whole circle jerk thing that we've got going on <laughs> so What is what's your history in gaming? What kind of view are you a PC gamer exclusively, or do you love handhelds? Do you do you play on consoles? What's your kind of niche? Where do you like to sit when you're playing?
2: Oh, that's that's a great question. I I actually like all kinds of gaming, and that's sort of sort of hedging your bets, isn't it? But (laughs) playing it safe. my favorite yeah exactly my favorite setting is just basically over a chessboard and uh, with a lot of beer or or or, uh, or booze on the side it's that is the ultimate setting playing chess against someone who is around the same strength as yourself it can't be beaten but it's you have tough. you have to have booze
3: right that helps actually anyway. yeah
2: that,
1: that's an important it's factor it's
3: brain juice yeah it is it, it, it's you exactly, power right,
1: exactly. The
3: mental kind. by
1: the power of whiskey um, so, have you played drinking chess? Have you ever played that?
2: I have, I have. That's not a good, um, that's not a good variety of chess. I no, think, I, I lose it,
1: it, I lose a couple of pieces, and that's it. I'm dead. Nice <laughs> like <laughs> no, you know, just have my king. Just take it all away. I'm done.
2: Right. But otherwise, I think playing on a console or handheld. It um, these days, actually, handheld. I would say uh, it's um, it's a lot. I get a lot more game time in on handhelds than on on console. Basically, because got more kids than you'll ever have uh, between
1: the <laughs> of so, so uh, hey I don't know I think I think I you may have know. a challenger
2: <laughs> oh really okay
1: yeah I have three children Sorry about that. no it's fine I'm totally up for a death match <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it might have to be an in, it would have to be an international death match we'll, ar- we'll arrange it my people will talk to your people <laughs> it'll be uh, fine you
2: said no we're going to correct the figure we have got three children no wait <laughs> yeah well I you know I
1: like, to, I like to keep it flexible just in case I lose one <laughs> so, <laughs> Alright, let's talk about the stuff that we've been doing this week. Um, and I'm sure we're gonna go back to the great things that Image Informer are doing soon. So who wants to talk about something we've been playing this week? Because we've got loads of stuff. Uh Lewis, you can start because your list is the longest I think.
0: I played a whole lot of Hearthstone the other night. Oh my I'm so word. Proud. Oh yeah. my god Hey L, you don't even know. Tell the tell the whole story, Lewis. So those of you who have been listening for some time, or probably the last five or six episodes know that I, I've i just been completely against playing Hearthstone, rubbish at it, just didn't want to play it. So I finally played it on the PC, got into it, and then I was like, oh, I'm still rubbish at it, but I still quite enjoy it. And then, what was it, one night last week, yeah. um, Rich hopped on, we couldn't decide what to play, so he sat and watched me play Hearthstone. And I just wiped the floor with people! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Within so a I'll...
0: tutoring session. I say I wiped the floor with people. Rich was my Giuseppe, uh, to Pinocchio. I prefer
1: Obi-Wan, if I'm being honest. <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> some weird old guy that made a puppet.
0: Um, and... Stopped, submit, and then as soon as... I, I don't get the reference, but... Yeah. Um, as, <laughs> as soon as, um... <laughs> As soon as Rich went offline and I played my first game, I then had my hat ass handed to me. Oh, did you? Now yeah. that could have been a fluke. Don't don't knock yourself
1: too badly. I'm sure all of my all of my amazingness will seep into you eventually. I'm amazed it hasn't happened by now. To be
3: honest, with all games that include people, especially card games, losing is learning. You you not got to have a negative tone to losing. Losing is fine. Losing is learning. Even if you hit a yeah, exactly. concrete wall at, you know, 90 miles an hour and it fucking hits, <laughs> it's still a learning <laughs> procedure.
1: Thank you very much, Dr. L. We're going to start taking snippets of your motivational speeches
2: and putting oh, them on God. the website.
1: I think this no. sounds great.
2: <laughs> Brian, have you played Hearthstone? I have not, but it's it's been very, very popular in the office. It's one of those. Um, at image 4, we don't really, I mean, we play a lot of games during the day and so on. It, it's not very strict. I mean, you've sort of it's just grown up people everywhere and, and uh, they just they get their work done so everybody gets to play whenever they want to and i've noticed that there's been a lot of hearthstone going or how do you say how do you pronounce that in is it hearthstone or i'm hearthstone? not sure hearthstone, hearthstone. It's hearth. hearth yeah because i think it's
3: like, it, it, like right. around a half hearth.
2: Yeah, hearth, yeah fire or whatever wonderful hearthstone so, <laughs> so yeah it's been very very popular um well uh, people in the office are board gamers anyway so uh, oh okay it's all kinds of card games going around yeah so it's been yeah it's been uh, very popular i think they like it quite a bit
1: have you played any Hearthstone this week uh
3: l i've not played any this week however card games are brilliant i love card games i started playing a new one which is called my star which we won't talk about because it's not in the digital forum
1: but okay good don't stop talking (laughs) now not allowed to talk about other things Right, okay, fine. Um. In fact, you can talk about something you've been playing, go on, I like you.
3: Yay! So, <laughs> I got really excited about the bread simulator.
1: Oh, oh you, you played get I to Am Bread! Get to toast. Oh. <laughs> so,
3: I, I had a lovely message from Chris. Right. And he called me the mother of pigeons, and that is how you get me to play a game. Dear Al, mother of pigeons, <laughs> play this game. Okay. So... I played the game. It was pretty good and I lost hours of my life to it. Good job. Trying to become toast.
1: Uh, Well, I played this game last week as well. Uh, I lost roughly 10 minutes of my life to it because it's fucking hard <laughs> <laughs> really fucking hard right I've never had such a problem making toast in my entire life I think the whole that's, this is the whole point it's like Surgeon Simulator let's take a really basic game and give it ridiculous controls uh, and then make people have to do something really stupid so I think I got pretty much about as far as the fridge and then I, I'd fallen on the floor so many times at that point I was just like do you know what fuck you, bread <laughs> oh my god <laughs> don't even like that bread anymore the worst part was that my kids were because I thought this is a fairly kid friendly game yeah, it's just bread. So I thought, my well, kids can watch me play this game. You have no idea how difficult it is not to swear while you're trying to control bread. <laughs> it's the hardest thing in the world.
0: So uh, yeah, that didn't go down so well. Ugh. So kids, what did you do this weekend? Oh, we watched our daddy suck at making toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he threw, it, he threw it on the floor.
1: He got attached to like this knife. The knife got flung across the room. It was just, it was hazardous toast, hazardous toast. He swore toast. a lot, and then yeah, yeah. he switched it off. And then it's he switched it off. And... fun. Yeah, it is. Well, I don't know about fun. That's, that's going a bit far for me. Have you played anything else this week, or you...
3: is that pretty much it? No, I did play other things.
1: Oh, go on then, talk about something else.
3: I played Kitty Powers Matchmaker because Dave made me. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a shining endorsement. <laughs> the game isn't all that it's kitty Power's matchmaker which i also lost hours of my life to because i have this really bad habit of getting really involved in really bad games it's like the cake main thing all over again <laughs>
1: this is like hours of your life you're never going to get back you need to start tallying all of these games that are sucking your life away on some kind of chart
3: like, I don't have any, like, outside problems. Like, I, I don't waste my money on drugs or any recreational, like, going out and drinking or dancing. I, I don't do that. I play really rubbish games. <laughs> yeah, they, there you go,
1: kids. There you go, kids. Don't do drugs. Play crap games.
3: <laughs> <Yeah.
1: Fake mania. laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. Okay, so I, d- I haven't played this, mostly because when I was at um, the indie game section at EGX last year, they had a Kitty Powers matchmaker booth. What? And I was... M- there is nothing that will put me off going <laughs> and playing a game than a- an enormous man in drag. There's just nothing... Because <laughs> they actually had, like, the mascot, Kitty Powers, there. Just oh my some...
4: God. and that like, do you know awesome.
1: what? I genuinely hope it was a man now that I'm saying this, because if it wasn't then... Good God. But... It, it's... Um... It was really off-putting, and like, even to the point where I don't think I played the games that were near it either! <laughs> Just in case...
3: i drag queens, this so No, but this was
1: massive!
0: Seriously, it was like a Sasquatch in a dress!
3: It's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs>
0: I know you guys can't see me, but my head is firmly in my hands <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh dear, so is it, is it actually good, or is it
1: is it like crap good, or good crap, or how does it work?
3: If you liked Cake Mania, <laughs> you would also like this game.
1: Oh man, that's back-of-the-box material right there.
3: Sometimes, when you get handed half of a book, you enjoy making the other half of the book up. So, when you have two very blank cards handed to you, you start making backstories for them. It's brilliant. (laughs) Especially when you fail at finding them a match, you're like, Wow, I buggered that up. Let's do take two! (laughs) What the hell? I don't even know how this
0: game works. (laughs) Let's take a step back. Who hands you half of a book?
3: You can... I, I think know. it was like a metaphor,
1: <laughs> I think it was like a metaphor for- don't worry about it. Okay. It me- <laughs> like, like adventure
3: game books. Hey, wait a second. Adventure game books are basically book like half, half yeah, of it. this half. This <laughs> has basically to do with-
1: Look, uh, alright, let's not start arguing <laughs> about books go. again. Well,
3: you know, like adventure books, you yeah, All right. All right. Go to alright, alright. Go to
1: page 14 right. and find out somebody's pulled it out and no idea what you're going to do next. Okay, right, I'm, I've i been playing something. I'm going to derail this ever so slightly. We're going on topic. I played SteamWorld Dig. Woo! <laughs> oh, there you go, this is this is my homework, how, how you know if I'd have known when I was at school that my homework in later life would have involved playing video games, then I just would have put all my pencil cases down and just fucking given up right there, there's no point, there's no point, I'm just going to be playing video games later on in life, it's fine, um, well you know what, I'm not going to gush at you. It's not going to happen. I'm going to gush at Lewis instead, and he can he can kind of direct it to you by proxy. Because uh, uh, this is there was. Uh, do you know what? I started playing it. I got to be massively honest with you. I started playing it. I saw the art style. I loved it. I thought this is this is cool. This is nice. This is my kind of thing. Started playing it. Thought this is pretty basic. I think I'm going to get bored of this quite quickly. Uh, then at 3 a.m. I realised I hadn't drank anything for quite a while, and I was about to fall fall asleep on the keyboard. So I um, I had to stop, but I'm pretty sure I nearly completed the game in a single session. <laughs> and that's and we're not talking like a single short session here. I started at about eight o'clock at night and finished at about three in the morning. It's ridiculously addictive. This is possibly going back to the whole drug thing um, because
3: <laughs> we're terrible people. I think possibly that this games. this
1: should carry some kind of health warning with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I we'll, got. <laughs>
2: every we'll time steal hours from you isn't yeah
1: exactly it? <laughs> exactly every time I felt like I was I was starting to possibly get a little bit Ugh, I was, I'm gonna have to climb all the way back up to the top oh there's a teleporter you guys have got it like perfectly right right at the point where you're thinking oh this is gonna start getting really painful if I have to get back up again you get a new ability or you get a teleporter or something yeah. like that it yeah. it seemed very well balanced and properly thought out uh, and it didn't irritate me which was really good um, so for those people that haven't played SteamWorld Dig who are potentially going to go look at it now this is essentially don't compare it to Minecraft because it isn't Minecraft apart from your mind you don't craft see there's the difference so what you've got to do is you go you're a robot you find your unfortunately dead uncle I'm not entirely sure how that works with robots with the whole family lineage thing
2: oh really it's well I thought we, we thought that was obvious right so oh, we, we oh okay we didn't discuss it at all
1: right oh okay fine well and, uh, we don't really need to have a whole mechanical birds and bees conversation I'll just, <laughs> well i'll just take it as granted that it was his uncle so his uncle's his uncle's dead but his uncle owned this mine and he finds him and he goes but i'm not a miner he picks a pickaxe suddenly he's a miner um, and you start you start rocking away and you, you're digging up minerals and you're thinking this is all right i'm digging around i'm digging stuff up so there are there are two points in this game at which you will either want to kill yourself or want to never put the cake ga- the game down the first time the first time you go back up to the uh, the surface with a massive bag full of loot and sell it, and then the bar goes up and you buy some cool stuff and you go back down again. Then that is when you're thinking, "Good Christ, I feel amazing right now. I am a pros. I am a robot prospector. So this is going well." Then, the second point is when you've got a little bit carried away and you've dug a massive cavern out thinking that you're being very enterprising because you're just digging an entire area around in a similar way that you would do in Minecraft and then you realize you've got no fucking way back up <laughs> <You have laughs> absolutely no way of getting back out again and you can't like you can get ladders you can buy ladders, I, did I have the foresight to buy ladders to take me back up? I absolutely didn't and um, so there are several <laughs> points in the game but you've got to be it's really tactical you've got to be very careful with what you do Obviously you don't realise this straight away, it's going to take a couple of wrist slitting moments before you find out that you're actually a total dumbass and you should have realised that you needed some mechanic to get yourself back up to the top. But that's the whole part of it, the whole tactical thing, and I I was very entertained, I really enjoyed it. Did
0: you not know that you can wall
1: jump? No, 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 no. Yeah, but the problem is, I have a tendency to dig myself out like a circular hole, so I've got like one little funnel at the top, and there's no way of me wall jumping. Up to the like central bit, off the it's just uh, I couldn't,
0: right? Okay, oh, yeah, more, I'm
2: with but, you. yeah, but there is one thing actually. Did you know that? Um, about getting up, I mean, the wall jumping, I love that. It's like, didn't you know you could wall jump? That's, that's not, <laughs> yeah, but no, so no, I can, you know, can I'm you know, not a complete know, dumbass.
3: Notorious <laughs> for not reading all right now, game book, or any text or any tutorial levels. Look. Or he's just in there, he is.
1: I it's like to get Kool-Aid dirty. Video yeah, man. <laughs> I like to get deep but, and dirty.
3: But I, I need to be I, balls I deep in the game there,
1: before
2: I, it starts telling yeah, me. About the, uh, sorry, can I? It, it was uh, the wall jump thing. So you jump up and then there's like this one block that sort of juts out. Uh, yeah. So you yeah, can't yeah. really get up. And then there's like this irritating uh, next sort of um, next block. So it's sort of like pixelated upwards, right? And you can't get out. Now. The first time I played Steam will Dig, I think I spent 9 hours and 40 minutes. It was my first playthrough and obviously I'd played the game before at various stages of completion, but when it was finally done, it yeah, that was it. I, I spent almost 10 hours on my first playthrough, and it was just... It, it boiled down to me being very, very greedy. I wanted to sort of find everything, or uh, as much as possible. I didn't find everything, but I really wanted to go for it. And then this guy sent me a tweet this guy called uh, agent soup on twitter he uh he tweeted me and said so i finished the game in 30 minutes
0: oh yeah, uh, this I, is I, one of your speedrunners, isn't it i believe it was yeah uh, yeah yeah I and i
2: said no, that's... oh
0: yeah well so the thing is I, I i
2: thought that's not that's not even possible how can you do it like did he did he find some you or something that we left accidentally in the game but then there is this thing that you can do. You can actually manage that. You can jump up and sort of get past, if you understand what I mean. If you sort of jump, sort of backwards, upwards, around blocks like that, you can do it. What? But you shouldn't because it, he was it'll, <laughs> wall
3: jumping. Because
0: you were cheating. <laughs> you <laughs> evil we thirty-minute minute man. <laughs> We will remember. Well,
3: we're, 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 we're watching you. <laughs> I've, just had,
0: I've just had a quick look. He finished it in <laughs> 25 minutes and 52 seconds. Get bent. Yep.
3: Warm I can't. Ben it thing.
0: takes me longer than that to take I a dump.
3: not say that I haven't done it in <sighs> my oh. time, but good job. Good grief. How on earth?
1: Well, he didn't get his money's worth. It serves him right, did not it? Right. Yeah.
2: He's now waited like 500,
1: 500 Oh, well, maybe so he has got his money's worth then. <them>. My word. I don't get that. I don't get how people can do that. How you can be so committed to a single game. Wow. Well, well done. It's amazing. Well done. Uh, Right, so that's me this week. I I definitely uh, recommend this game because one of the guys that made it is on the podcast. But if he wasn't on the podcast, (laughs) I'd still recommend it because it's a really good game. Um, It's uh, true to my form. um, I'm not exactly on the bleeding edge of brand new games. Uh, because I'm pretty sure this came out in about 2013. However, um, I'm on again on the money because they're they're bringing out a new game very shortly. So this is how I keep myself relevant. I wait until a game studio goes to bring out a new game, and then I play their back catalogue. See, so it, it makes it <laughs> makes sense. I've got no because problem with that.
3: Science.
1: <laughs> because science. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. Next game. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Next game we played this week. Uh, should we do a tandem, Lewis? Uh, yeah. But that's not a euphemism. Um, so me and Lewis... <laughs> me and Lewis... oh We bo- we both played se- like several games that are the same. Um, the first one we played was Magicka. Because again, relevance.
0: Again, uh, yeah, because Magicka 2 has just come out. Exactly. See, this is how we roll. Um,
3: again, so-
0: we played it... Uh, right, Lewis, what you need to do is press QFDW and you can do this amazing thing. I'm like... <laughs> Can I at least read the instructions? <laughs> I'm like, no, let's go! Right, we're in the next level.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've okay. played games with me before, you know how this works? <laughs> have you played Magicka before, Elle? Yeah, I
3: have.
1: Okay, cool. So you know how the face roll works? We
3: all kind of played it together.
1: I didn't play Magicka with ages you. Ages ago. I never played Magicka with you, you lying bitch. I'm sure we played Magicka. <laughs> no, I've had it for ages, but I've, I never played it. I hadn't it's even right. installed it. Trine? Do you mean no, trying? It's not trying. Okay. We played that too. Okay. Bad,
3: we? <laughs> well, I I have played some form of magicka with a rich like being.
1: <laughs> it, it definitely wasn't me. It definitely wasn't me. The thought that I've got a doppelganger knocking around somewhere is scary. It was so you. No, it wasn't because I looked on Steam before I went to play. Can we have this argument off air? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so me and Lewis played Magicka, and it was fun until Lewis's laptop melted. But um, Magicka is crazy. Magicka is. In fact, Magicka isn't just crazy, it's not even Cray Cray. I'd say that this is possibly one of the only triple Cray games that I've played. Um, It's. (laughs) It is. It is like you've got to. You can't even face roll fast enough, because you would get a concussion. So if you've not played Magicka before, effectively you've got, like, different keys on your keyboard that control, uh, like, different elements and you push like earth on the keyboard and then you fire like a ball of earth and if you like stack earth a bunch of times like push earth 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 and then fire you fire a bigger bit of earth and you've got fire and water and all this other stuff but then you can combine them together so you can go I'm going to have fire and earth and then you throw a fireball Um, and then you can do all these kind of beams and stuff it is just ridiculous it is ridiculous I thought that I was getting the hang of it and then about 8 levels in I discovered about 14 spells didn't even know I had had them from the beginning don't know don't know how I don't know it's cuz I don't read it's because I don't read I suffer from it this isn't a game that you are clearly supposed to read I just don't read but also the um, the the storyline is ridiculous and the characters are hilarious and the speech I hope is made. I'm gonna say that it's made up it's not a real language I hope that it's made up and it's not a real language otherwise I'm gonna sound like an utter jerk but it's it sounds like kind of simish you know like the the, the way that the sims speak yeah right <laughs> uh, it's like it's like that, but it's got like a kind of Scandinavian kind of twist on it. It's brilliant, absolutely hilarious. Did you enjoy it, Lewis?
0: The whole 15 or so minutes that I played, yeah, it was brilliant.
1: <laughs> Excellent, shining endorsement. My laptop belt. <laughs> <laughs> We've really I got a fix.
4: Was,
1: uh... Okay, it wasn't me, was it?
4: No. Uh...
3: <laughs>
1: okay, everybody who's keeping score out there, that's one for me. I
3: know one for up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ting. <laughs> I
1: need some kind of like jingle if Whoever's editing the podcast Could you just put a chime in there Something maybe from Final Fantasy or Zelda That'd be excellent, thank you Okay, right Th- Who was it that you played with, just out of interest?
3: someone that you don't know.
1: Okay, great, that's a good story. Um, so the next- <laughs> 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 I was like, I'm
3: not sure where the story can go from. Okay, well I'm it's sure ending now. We're game.
1: killing the story, it's dead. It's a dead story, L. It's the, uh, so the next game that we, me and Lewis both play together Oh wait, hang on a minute, should we do an L game? No. The next game that me and Lewis played together <laughs> <laughs> was- We're on a Okay, we're going, we're going. was Trine 3. How was this, Lewis?
0: Uh, good,
1: up until the last level. Yeah, because we couldn't work out how to do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) Oh no, hang on, the very last level. Yeah,
1: no, I totally know what you mean. Well, the last level that we thought was the last level wasn't the last level, but we only thought it was the last level (laughs) because we're dumb as fuck, and we couldn't get past it. But it turns out that it's got incredibly poor... Well, I say poor, that's a bad way of saying it. It's got not very optimized netcode. It's an early access game, and it is really early at the moment, so that is utterly to be expected. But me, Lewis, and Byron played it together, and um, the game itself is excellent. But the the online play, very, very laggy. At the minute. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be like that. Obviously, trying to tri- trying to was extremely well optimized. But what are your thoughts on the game as a whole after we played it, Lewis?
0: I really enjoyed it. I thought it was brilliant because I have I've been back to play it again, single player, and playing it single player is it's actually pretty good. Yeah. So again, it's not quite as good as playing it if you're playing a co-op, but. Yeah, it's, it plays really nicely. Gives and it you a better really feel nice. for
1: how it's meant to play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, so if you've played Trine 2, it's back to the same form. It's three, It's a three-player co-op, which is just a brilliantly kind of weird niche because you don't normally get three-player co-op games. Um, and you've got the same three characters you had in Trine 1 and 2. But this time, instead of just being, being on a 2D plane, there is a 3D element to it. And originally, when I, when we first started playing, I thought that was going to be a bit like Little Big Planet where you kind of got different planes where you jump up and down on. But it isn't. It is literally, you can run towards and away from the screen. Um, which is actually really good, but kind of complicated at times. It feels a little bit clunky through some of the combat, but at other times it seems extremely well done. They're obviously still putting it all together, so there's got to be a lot more optimization to go into it. Um, but uh, boxes? Everywhere! <laughs> If you play, again, if you played Trine 2, you know that the wizard can make boxes. Um, the different characters can do different things. One of the things that the wizard can do is make boxes. If you want a wizard to make boxes, don't let Byron control the wizard. I think that's probably the moral of this story.
2: Is it, uh, is it as beautiful as trying to? Absolutely oh, gorgeous.
1: I mean. Yeah, it is absolutely yeah. stunning. It's, like I said, the, all the problems that we had while we were playing were surrounding the, the netcode. And they were surrounding the, the the lag and the jerkiness that we were getting between all of us. But we really wanted to play it with three people so that we, we kind of stuck with it and, and forced our way mm-hmm. through it. Mm-hmm. like As Lewis said, I also went back and played it um, solo afterwards as well and none of those problems were there. It was absolutely fine. We also went in and tried to play it with just two of us um, and again it was better. We didn't get anywhere near the lag that we were getting when three of us were in there. Mm-hmm. So it could have just been the host or something like that. But the puzzles are all there. The box pulling, the jumping, the stacking, the each character has got a, a role to play and a different thing to do. They've added new elements that weren't in the previous games, like the, I can't remember her name, but the assassin woman can now tie her rope onto things, to and it unlocks different ways of running things, and the uh, Pontius, Pontius, I think it's called the big knight dude, can charge at stuff combat's much more flashy there's a little kind of stint of humor still in there and the game still looks gorgeous plus you've now got this 3d plane as well it's it's definitely going to shape up to be a really good game I'm positive of it
0: i think the standout moment for me was in the second levels or the third level when you you're you meet the wizard and all three of us said like wow this is just stunning yeah Uh, when you go out onto the without giving too much away you go out and you see something and it's just it's pretty breathtaking
1: i think it's okay to give away to give away the setting, isn't it? I think that's yeah, all right. Uh,
0: you basically you walk out for along a beach, and then you walk out to a massive pirate ship, and it just looks beautiful. It's, it's incredible. Just, it's not something that I would ever have imagined to be in that style of game. So it's really bright and vivid, and like I was playing it on lowest graphics, and it still looked absolutely amazing. So. Def-
1: yeah I mean it's going to be difficult to tell because this kind, of, it's the kind of game that is definitely meant to be played with three people and we yeah. had a real struggle because it was very very laggy but we're going to go back to it and we're going to give and it a shot out it. and we're crap that's I mean that yeah. is also a, a bit of a we established, we're
0: established <laughs> that with the fully, fully updated trying to so
1: uh, yeah mm-hmm. so <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure that there's a video that that, <laughs> that actually catalogues our escapades in trying to as well and that wasn't good it wasn't pretty no but the, I mean we were a little bit jarred because the final level and you'll know this when you get to it if you've got Trine 3 and you're playing it, through, playing it in the alpha stages. But so there's a there's a set of pre-created levels at the moment. But then when you finish the the early access levels, it effectively sends you into this uh, kind of funhouse. It's like a, it's just a physics nightmare of a level, which is just uh, a big kind of open area that's got loads of different physics objects, loads of different platforms to jump and, jump on, um, and you All just yeah, but there's bowling in there, uh, and there's just just crazy stuff. And you just are supposed to run around and test things. It's there so that people who who back the early access can go and test things to help send feedback back. But it's kind of weird, because it doesn't tell you that it's going to happen. You just suddenly end up in this area that's not textured and not skinned. And if you've not really been reading all the forums, because as we've pre- previously established, I don't read stuff. Because because I'm an author that doesn't read stuff.
3: <laughs> you don't,
1: uh, yeah, exactly. And the uh, it was a bit weird, because we kind of got to it and thought, is this normal? How do we get through this? There's no enemies, we don't really understand what to do. But it is there to have fun, and it's, at least it's something to do when you finish the main game and you can play around for a bit and help them test it out. So, I'm not going to give it a score, but what was your overall opinion of it, Lewis?
0: Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the rest of it. I'm waiting, looking forward for the netcode to be updated so it doesn't play as bad... Not badly, I don't want to say badly, because that's unfair. It, it's not quite as buggy as it is at the moment. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Or
0: laggy as it is at the moment.
1: And it's we we experienced this exact same problem when we were playing the forest in early access as well. Yeah. the, the game itself plays perfectly fine until you try and start playing it multiplayer, and then suddenly the netcode gets in the way and everything starts going really laggy. Yeah. But yeah, uh, my opinion of it was It was it was gorgeous, it was extraordinarily Well put together, the bits, the puzzles that we Could complete, uh, either because The uh, the game allowed us or we weren't complete Dumbasses were really, really good it, You can tell, and, and based Simply based on the previous games You know that when this comes out Or when it gets closer to completion, it's just going to be Polished to a mirror shine And working absolutely the way that they intend it to So I'm, I am very much looking forward to it So thank you very much uh, And we, yeah we enjoyed that, and we're going to go back and play it later on. I think it's a little bit closer in. El, you need to talk about something that you've been uh, doing because I've been talking for ages.
3: Heroes, heroes in store. <laughs>
1: yeah. Is that it's the fair. official theme song?
3: It is now.
1: Okay, good. We're <laughs> going to snip that. We're going to s- snip that and send that to him. <laughs>
4: oh my god! <laughs> 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 Can you
1: imagine? You launched <laughs> that you, you fire up the launcher, <laughs> Battlenet. Heroes! We're <laughs> <Sure>. just <laughs> get some like barbershop thing going on. That'd be amazing. <laughs> no. Okay, so,
3: so I got really excited because they they've released it now. It's like open, which is great. So like everyone can go and play, and that's great because everyone going on to play means more people for me to demolish in the <laughs> <fires of> battle. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not this <excited. laughs> But, yeah.
1: Good grief! Okay,
3: um, it's it's a MOBA, but it's a really friendly, user-friendly MOBA. It's not got the well, there are salty people. There's always going to be salty people. Salty but, people. Yeah, like right. pe- people, 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 that cry when you kill them. People oh, that tell you to uninstall the these. game because you've chosen a specific hero. Um, basically, you call them
0: salty people. It's no, it's just salty. It's just into slang. Oh, is
1: it? I just call them twats.
3: Well, yes, (laughs) but you know, (laughs) I'm being nice.
1: (laughs) I don't get the slang right.
3: So there's, there's there's a thing with like toxic environments in the MOBA community and they kind of go together hand in hand like they've been married together since they were there. Um, however, Blizzard is really notorious for kind of cutting that thing to the curb so it's been really, really good. It uh, encourages group gameplay. So try not to pug because pug- pugging is always infuriating. So if you've got a group of people, group of friends to play with, that is ace. Like, go and play heroes. Go and do it, because it is hilarious. Also, they released a new hero called Johanna, and I have a massive woman crush on her. She's great, but she's... <laughs> <laughs> but she's not a very good character, and I'm really sad. <laughs>
1: oh, you great. Okay, but you're happy to play her because she's hot, yeah? No, it's just because she's cool. Oh, cool, she's in a not massive
3: hot. like Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's a
1: massive... Cool. Ma- sorry, carry on. She's got a massive
3: she's, what? She's... She, she's got massive <laughs> armor. Oh, okay.
1: Sorry, I'll go. It's like that.
3: Dot dot dot. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sylvanus is still ace, and I love playing Sylvanus. But my true love is Tyrion because he's a babe. Uh, If you don't really know that much about heroes, it's Blizzard's IPs, all shoved into one game, but you can go and kill other things. And it's great, they've got loads of little easter eggs in there. So if your team have characters that have backstory with them, they will talk to each other before you run out the gates, and it's great.
1: That's quite nice. I quite like that. Do you get different characters from different games
3: talking to each other? Yeah, you do. Uh, I quite like that. So there's a character called Anubrak. Uh, from WoW, who's a massive beetle, uh, and then you also have Zagara from Starcraft, who's a massive creature thingy who kind of looks insecty but also fleshy at the same time. And there's one of the one of the Easter eggs that I really love, which Anubrek is next to Zagara before you go leave the starting gates, and he kind of le- like looks and goes, "Nice legs," and I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, the OP will continue." <laughs>
1: Have you uh Brian have you played any MOBAs?
2: No, I haven't really. It's uh maybe we'll have to make a MOBA game next time
1: then. Oh, there you go. Steamworld MOBA. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Steamworld Salty. You can yes. have that. You can have that. I'll let you have that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I probably not call it that, I've got to be honest. Yeah, cuz that's got different connotations. Although, I'd still be on board. You're right. <laughs> okay. Um L go on give us another game. Have you got another game?
3: that many things Uh, like there are things I'm excited that are gonna be coming out soon that I will be happy to froth about. Go on have a froth. Oh oh my god so if anyone likes Mass Effect they've been talking (laughs) about it more and we're hopefully gonna hear more at E3 and I'm so excited because they're gonna be doing more of the kind of roleplay thing now.
1: Did Did anybody else get any of that? I'm going to need somebody to start transcripting these things for me because there was just excited frothing there. and I didn't understand most of it.
3: You said to froth a bit. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah,
0: but... Okay, no, it's cool. It's, it's... fine. Can we stop saying frothing because it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I, the only yeah. time I want froth is on my coffee.
1: There, uh, I'm now feeling a little bit off about that as well. All right, so ma- Mass Effect... Car- <clears throat> Let's re-rail the train. Mass Effect, uh, good? What? What mass- Carry on, good? talk about Mass Effect and no froth.
3: Yes. Okay. good. I cool. love Mass Effect. It is a very like good game. Um, I'm really, really excited to see where they're actually gonna like move to, especially after everyone being really upset with the last ending and people crying about that. Um, we're allowed
1: to we're allowed to put, talk about the last ending now because it's been ages, and if people haven't played it, then tough.
3: Okay, well it's pick your poison, isn't it? Really, grow up, like man. They can't do everything. They can't do everything. And they nope. gave us Garrus Vakarian. What more could you want? So, in your oh.
1: in your books, they're a winner they either way.
0: frothing again.
3: No, mandibles. They're always a... <laughs> <laughs> um, Like, I'm, I'm more in it for the story than anything. Eh. So, there you what, go. they took uh, the illusion of control away from us. Oh, well. Before we right. explode
0: and die, can we talk about Fallout 4? Yes, yes, we can. <laughs> I wondered how long we'd Look managed to get. I wondered... Look at that, dog! I
1: wondered how long we'd get through the podcast. I, I was actively trying to not talk about it to see how long he could last. What time are we at? Because I'm pretty uh, impressed. 40, 40 something minutes. minutes. Lewis, this is a this is brilliant. I'm really proud of you. Do, <sighs> containing yourself. Oh, that sounded dirty. Get to tissue. Oh, God. All yeah. right.
0: Oh.
1: Go on then. Talk about it. I was it.
0: only talking about it. The, on the last episode about how excited we were and how Dave and I weren't getting our hopes up about it. And then a week later they
1: released
4: yeah, the second Christmas. The <laughs>
0: was devil. was
1: I the only person sat there <laughs> smacking F5 when the uh when I was
0: sat at my desk hitting refresh on my phone.
1: Alright. I was using oh my God. PC. Oh I'm like I want uh, this
0: uh yeah my work monitors my internet usage. Oh so rubbish. I was like just refresh Release the video. Um, <laughs> and then I had to watch it in silence because I didn't have any headphones on me, so I was just like sat watching it. He's like, just imagining thirties music at my desk, and I was like, oh, I bet this would sound amazing. And mm. then, um, I couldn't wait any longer, so I had to put myself on break and then run to the toilet and watch the video in the, <laughs> the cubicle. Like the sound of really quiet. This is like this is Lewis's life. This is, this is like a brilliant little kind of
1: window into Lewis's life! So I ran to the bathroom, and I watched the Fallout 4 trailer!
0: I mean, I could go into more depth and say I had to No, toilet I think- Too much information. The... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I think we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> and then I had, I was just sat watching it in the toilet, and then the guy <laughs> called next to me came out at the same time, and he was like, were you watching the Fallout 4 trailer? I was like, uh could you hear it? Yeah. Like, was it good? Uh, <laughs> And then he went down to his desk to watch it as well. I was like, ah, oh, there is a god and he does love me. Um, <laughs> yes, I am super hyped for Fallout 4. Super oh, hype. So hyped that I went back and played Fallout 3 pretty much all of last weekend.
1: I attempted to play Fallout 3, and I have a story. I'll talk about that after we talked a little bit about Fallout 4 if you want. Has everybody seen the trailer? Brian, have you seen the trailer? Yep, I have. I think it's brilliant. Yep.
2: You played the previous games? I did not actually. I've been sort of looking over the shoulder of people playing, so I haven't played it myself. But um, it just looks looks very. It looks super gorgeous. I might actually sort of get in on this floor.
1: Yeah, I think it's. I think this is a good time to get in. To be honest, they've managed to. I'm Lewis is probably going to shoot me a little bit here. Fallout 3, despite the pedigree of the franchise had a bit of a wobbly start, I've got to be totally honest. It was the first venture into 3D, the first venture into first person in, well, or third person depending on how you play it, um, in this universe. And I dislike the game Byro engine anyway, I think most people who follow me on Twitter know that, and it just it felt a bit clunky in a lot of places. It was still absolutely amazing, but it did feel kind of clunky in a couple of places. But, the next game, Fallout New Vegas, have fixed all of that and it was incredible <laughs> like all of the annoying niggly bugs and stuff and even though I absolutely love Fallout 3 and I love Fallout 1 and 2 as well and uh, Tactics Brotherhood of Steel the third one had problems that I wasn't you skirt over them because the story is incredible and everything else is incredible but it did have these problems New Vegas was, incre- it was just amazing and they fixed all of those And so Fallout 4 I've got massive hopes for because they've obviously got there and they are using the same engine I'm pretty sure that people have started questioning whether they are or not but it's it looks pretty clear to me from the trailer that it is in in still-in-the-game biro engine so they know they're doing what they know and they're gonna make it better it looks very good to
2: me and you get to play as a dog it was was so interesting to see that I thought Uh, just for the longest time in that trailer you know so many people are looking forward to this trailer and for the longest time there is just the dog yeah it's, it, I think it's it's really cool it's a it's very
1: brave i think i think it is there was a couple of brave things with this trailer there was more yeah definitely more than one but it, it, the fact that they did it in the in-game engine was an extraordinarily bold move to start with because it's they're mm. obviously so early on in development that it's not going to look that polished and there's two traps you could fall into here the first one is putting it out in the game engine and making it not not, look not that great because you don't want to up people's expectations otherwise you end up in Witcher 3 territory or Mm. Watch Dogs territory where they brought out footage of the game that looks just unbelievably balls to the wall incredible and then when the official game comes out they're like well no we we couldn't do that because you know console (laughs) and uh, and so you know we had to we had to dumb fuck it down for all the people that are playing on the consoles so you can't get all these flashy graphics soz but, at the same time, they so they didn't go completely in one direction and they didn't go completely in the other direction, they stayed in the middle and I thought that was very comfortable because they were trying to show the story, the atmosphere, the background, the music. Fallout's never been about the graphics, it's never been about the spectacle like some other games are. It's about the story, it's about the atmosphere and it's about getting yourself immersed in the world and I thought they showed that really, really well. Uh, looks
2: looks just, uh, well, you just hope they can release another trailer real soon, right?
0: Yeah, I hope so. Well with, with anything with E three just round the corner, I yeah. I think they're yeah, saving think. something big for that. Because yeah, it's yes. it's their show at the moment. So E3's gonna yeah. be so good. Yeah, I am looking forward oh, to yeah. it.
1: There's some good stuff that's gonna be coming out this E three, and I still oh. as much as I really wished I went to E three when it was proper E three, I still really wanna go now.
3: I have something that I want us to debate about.
1: Oh my god. Is it fallout related?
3: It is.
0: <laughs> oh my god, okay, cool. So, Go
3: on, uh, you know the VAT system?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh?
3: How does everyone feel about
0: that? I love it. It's brilliant. I just sit there and tap VATS every now and again and hope if something comes up, now, like, I, oh, I, I'm going to fuck your shit.
3: I like the slow-mo, however, it kind of feels like I'm playing the game on easy mode sometimes.
1: But you only get a finite amount of it. And depending on the amount of skill etc that you've got in different places, you get more or less, or it's more effective or less effective. That's the entire point of Fallout. The problem that you've got is that if you turn it into a game that's purely like Call of Duty, um, it becomes about player skill. And there is an element of that, but because it's all stat based and you level up and you up your stats and put points in different things depending on what you want your guy to do, it can't all be that. It can't all be skill-based. It's, there's got to be some kind of luck or chance or roll system in there. And that's where this falls in, and that's where that's what they they put this in to do. Um, so you do get a benefit from doing it, which is the entire point. But also, it can be really sucky at times as well, because you can end up using all of your vats up in a situation where you thought you were going to kill something, you get bad rolls, and you don't end up killing it, and then you're stuffed. So it's it yeah. does kind of work. I wish... I Part of me kinda of hopes that they do it in a slightly different way, and something is encouraging me in so much as apparently, from rumours that I've heard, there's gonna be three different view modes in this version. Which is Ooh. the first person that you would expect, the third person that didn't look like great in my opinion in the previous um, games. And, and really then the a- idiots plague. Yeah, I didn't enjoy that. I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like that in Skyrim or Oblivion or anything either. It just looks rubbish.
0: It makes your character oh, look don't like, you like-
1: he's shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> he can't do that in this one, he's got no ass
3: forced <laughs> to look at your character and be like
1: yeah I did a good job did a good job uh, did good job no not really I, no okay. not really the only um but in, yeah so anyway in, in this version apparently whether this actually happens or not, I've got no idea apparently there is also going to be a top down view akin to fallout 1 and 2 and um, and tactics brothers still if they do do that that could that could lend a whole different thing to it but then I don't know how that's going to work because how the hell do you aim the, the whole skill based element of the game then cut, totally goes away because how do you aim at stuff to shoot at them so unless they're completely changing the whole vats mechanic and that's where i was going with that the um unless they're planning on putting an entirely new vats style mechanic in there i don't see how the top down view is going to work
3: it's okay rich you can just curve the bullet just
1: curve you can do that bullet, That's like absolutely that fine. in that yeah, <laughs> yeah. with, with well, Ange- that's how you with, do it yeah with angelina biglips that's yeah. alright, if she can do it. <laughs> and she, punch, she punched a shark, man. She can do anything. Curve bullets, not a problem. Um, but yeah, I'm, I am super excited about this just because I'm a massive geek anyway. I absolutely love Fallout. I've been playing the Fallout game since the first one came out. And I actually played the first one while the first one was out. So, God, I don't even know when it came out. When Bloody you still lost.
0: had your finger on the pulse.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In fact, I think the Fallout series is possibly the only gaming series that I have ever been completely up to date with. <laughs> I think I've had every single one like immediately after it came out. Yeah, I'm. Lo- I am really looking forward to this. I know Lewis is absolutely salivating about it. What are the good points and the bad points of the trailer? I don't want to linger on this too much, but what for you guys? What are the good points and the bad points of the trailer?
3: It ended. Oh what! <laughs> 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 good
1: grief! <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like Fallout L? Oh, no,
3: it, it, I, I was saying that as a bad point that it ended. But you. Know, oh, okay, you okay can right. Point you and I. Oh, okay,
1: that. that's fine. <laughs> you need to specify. Crazy woman.
3: Yeah. It, that's why I didn't specify. Yeah. Good
1: point. There was a
0: trailer. Bad point. It ended. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's exactly. <laughs> I think that's probably it. Um, Brian as a game developer. Did, did you see anything in there that you were that you would have done that you wouldn't have done that you'd love
2: to see more of or less of? Oh, I think it was just that it was. Mm, it's. It was sort of held back, and I liked that. It was like you said before, they, <clears throat> they might still have a lot of stuff to work on before they can show off like the. The really juicy stuff, but I, I thought it was really uh, sort of held back nicely. It was, it was great. It was, just leaves you craving more. Yeah, so that's why. Yeah, like we said before, like hopefully they'll have something really interesting for E3. Well, just anything at E3. Yeah, would, anything would be else. Great.
1: Yeah. If yeah. they could just have a dog, just have like a cosplay with a dog. I don't know what it'll wear but that'll be fine. Next to a Mr. Handybox, I'm cool with that.
2: Or a cat this time. Well, you don't know,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, I don't think I've ever seen a cat in the Fallout universe.
2: Right, well, maybe maybe they're upping the game, yeah. Conspiracy? uh, Could happen. Hashtag Fallout cat.
1: Okay, um... The cat cat DLC. Cat meat. Okay. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> um, right, look, we've we spoken about everything that we've st-
0: we've uh, played this week. Uh, has anybody got anything else to add? Lewis, have you been playing anything extra? Uh, I, went, I went back and played a bit of Skyrim. Um, started it again because I didn't particularly enjoy it the first time. Um, I'm enjoying it a bit more now. I kind of understand the leveling system a bit more. So I'm huh. enjoying it a lot more. Um, yeah, right. that's about it.
1: Good. Um, the... So this, the mini-story, I'm going to just briefly say this, I uh, after watching the Fallout trailer and changing my underwear, I then went and um, said, I've got to play Fallout 3 again, it's happening, it's happening. I own Fallout 3, fuck knows where it is, absolutely no clue. It turns out, if you bought the retail boxed edition of Fallout 3, it came with this thing that kids possibly won't remember now, but it came with this thing called Games for Windows Live. Now, here's a history oh, lesson. Dang. Games for Windows Live was like cancer. It turned <laughs> up... And attached itself to games that were probably not willing uh, or, or didn't even realise fully what was happening. And it just kind of stuck there, lagging things out and making it so that you couldn't correctly play with your friends because it was shocking. And everybody kept saying, why don't you just use Steam? Why don't you just use Steam? And Microsoft was saying, no, it's absolutely fine because we want everybody to be able to integrate with Microsoft. Anyway, in recent years, Microsoft realised that they were fucking stupid and everybody else was right. Unfortunately, because of that, I don't have... Fallout 3 on Steam. Who <laughs> keeps CDs anymore? I have absolutely no idea where this thing is. So, um, I couldn't play it. And then eventually, um, Lewis was very, very kind and shared his library with me. Uh, and then I started trying to look for mods for Fallout 3 to make it look better. And then I found a bunch of mods that um, made all the female characters naked. And then I got a for choice and then I didn't play it in the end. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, that was my Sunday. Right. <laughs> that
0: noise you heard in the background was El sighing. In yeah, way. I think possibly my
1: wife sighing in the background as well. <laughs> Okay. I'm not
0: mad, I'm just disappointed.
1: I'm just disappointed. That was like, everybody's me that. I didn't even
3: <laughs> expect more from you. It's gone to <laughs> point. <laughs> oh, God.
1: Okay, right, look. We've been talking for absolutely freaking ages. We're going to have a real quick break, and then we're going to come back with some news and some stuff that we've seen. We're not calling it news. What are we calling it now? Stuff we've seen. Stuff that That's that we've what seen this week. Yeah. Stuff gonna, that we've seen. Stuff, stuff that we've seen. We're going to come back with some stuff that we've seen. Be right back. <laughs>
3: Heroes! Heroes in the storm!
1: We're back, and uh, now we're not going to talk about the news because we're not calling it that anymore. We're calling it stuff we've seen this week. It's kind of news, but also not really news because it's just stuff that we've seen that's interesting. Because news is boring, and you can go to any news website that you want to find the actual news. This is just like, I don't know, crud that we've seen.
3: Stuff that we've seen, did.
1: It's just the stuff that we've seen. <laughs> uh, does, anybody, does anybody want to start? We've got all this stuff listed. Uh, Lewis, do you want to start? don't talk about fallout 4 again we talk, we've talked. we spoken about that
0: for so there is <laughs> you were going to uh, talk about fallout 4 again there were you uh maybe <laughs> so sticking with the theme steam world dig is now available on xbox one i believe brian it is it is and i've been really amazed
2: you know it, the, we the game came out in the fall of 2013 first mm-hmm. and then we sort of and then we talked to all the platform owners, and uh, Microsoft took the longest. Let's let's just not let's not discuss that. But it, yeah, <laughs> it's the and it's coming out now. And we thought that okay, people are just going to uh, not react to it. It's it's gonna it's gonna go on Xbox One, and it's yeah, it's not gonna be um, talked about at all. But mm. we're we've been really surprised to see the the massive stuff that's been going on on twitter uh with uh, playthroughs and, and streams i mean in two years a lot of things have actually happened you know it's uh, the with um, twitch um being the biggest thing or the biggest explosion i would say in two years i mean now it seems like it's been around forever but it but it actually hasn't it's it's i don't think steam will dig has been played this played through this much and streamed this much ever before mm. so it's which is really interesting and and the giveaway contests you see retweets going haywire on yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very fascinating.
1: It's great when people get hold of a game that um, maybe they've been waiting for or maybe they intrude on a different platform. And as you said, with Twitch and being able to stream directly from your console now, which is something that you haven't really been able to do, to do that excessively before, without extra equipment, with another rig to push it through and to stream it to whatever you wanted to do or put it on YouTube... Now, because it's accessible, people get to do this. And then, by proxy, people get to see games because they're watching one of their favorite streamers that maybe they hadn't even heard of before, and suddenly they want to play. So I think oh, it's a really good thing. But uh, excellent reaction, had really good... Uh, I don't want to talk about the figures or anything, but it had, had a really good reaction from people that possibly hadn't played it before or people who are playing through it again.
2: Well, it's kind of interesting. When you when you see... Like, if you read an article, and then you get, like, the comments below, you, you know? And... Uh, it's it's always like that. If if you have like the first comment being negative, then the other haters <laughs> sort of tag along. Yeah. I mean, there's like, oh yeah, it's hating time, and then, and then you you get like sort of a number of negative comments in a row. But we haven't seen any of that this time. I mean, it's 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 an interesting behavior, I think, when you when you sort of sort of almost invent stuff to to nag about uh, in a game. And uh, we've seen very little of it in the past as well, but this time there's been just nothing. Like, everybody's almost nostalgic about it because it's been out for so long. (laughs) Oh yeah, I played this when I was young. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, back in 2013 when I was a wee
1: whippersnapper, I was like, I remember playing this.
0: I think the thing is, is like, in terms of like technology and games media now, Two years is quite a long time, as it were. So,
4: yeah.
0: th- and to see, um, just c- kind of going back to what you said. So, like two years ago, Twitch was just this kind of was a, a nothing platform, and now, <laughs> now it was it's a
3: twinkle in someone's eyes. A exactly,
0: dream. <laughs> it was a, it was next to nothing, and now it's one of the biggest streaming platforms on the internet and <laughs> and in the world. It and to see people make that um, kind of active effort to stream it and play a game that's two years old. Mm. I mean, it's brilliant. I I mean, obviously you've got games like CS and Team Fortress. They're slightly different, but... Sure,
1: yeah. I think possibly that you've got timing in your favor a little bit here as well because i would have said two years ago it was possibly right at the end of the previous console generation and a lot of people were selling their consoles or they were winding them down mm. and they weren't buying new games for the older generation of consoles because they were waiting for the next generation of console to come out and so they might not have yeah. been able to get they might not have got their hands on this they might have been waiting and now that it's come out on the new generation the one that they're playing actively suddenly mm. there's this game that they thought at the time oh i really fancy playing that but i never got chance to do it now they've got their hands on it and now they've got access to it so I think that's possibly mm. that's a great thing definitely Yeah. So yeah.
3: I think it speaks volumes when people recollect on things in a positive light because it's almost like um, time can magnify extreme feelings <laughs> <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> so I can grow <laughs> to hate a game more that I have hated over time because time Warp[s] my <laughs> recollection of my terrible experiences. Yeah. However, it's always it's it's really positive to see like if people can look back and can remember your game and say in a positive light what they remembered of it. I think that's always a great sign of success.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, well And just going back to the lack of negative kind of uh, feedback and just the hate, the lack of hate that there's been, mm. without wishing to sound like too much of a kiss ass i think the game is too nice for anyone to hate kiss ass it's, it's, yeah. well, it, it's got that kind of um that pleasant look to it pleasant aesthetic and the characters aren't hateable or dislikable characters so they don't so do so it's anything quite
3: charming it. yeah yeah, yeah exactly. So exactly i think that's it's the right different. word it's
0: i hate using yep. that word but it is it is quite a charming game um
2: well, yeah, and they, and then also, I mean, me and um, Julius and the other guys who talk to media, we're we're not really exactly motherfuckers either. I mean, we're <laughs> quite friendly people. So, yeah, but I think it's yeah, we, we we generally come come across as nice Swedes. Swedes are nice, it's, I think we need to, be. it's something, like, we, we didn't participate in any world wars. So. because he's just too nice. Yeah, we're Still going strong. strong. <laughs> so nice. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> we, we yeah. yeah, Oh We make nice
1: stuff. There you go. Swedes are nice, nice didn't trip. participate in any wars, nice and, uh, and they make nice games. There you go. All right, really? uh, we need to talk about some other games as well because otherwise we're really sure. going to come across as massive kiss asses. Um, yeah. And we'll leave that to Lewis. So uh, I want to talk about something else. <laughs> so we're going to go from we're going to go from people who are really really nice to UA Bol, um, <clears throat> who I'm pretty sure isn't. So if you haven't seen this on the internet, if you don't know who UA Ball is, basically this just is just pick up any any movie that has been made out of a video game in pretty much the last ten years, uh, and he made it, and it's crap. Um, so he he has got a long and tried history of making crud movies, and uh, everybody generally accepts that his movies are crud. I don't necessarily know if it's his fault. I'm pretty sure it is his fault. Um but he makes he makes he makes crap films. So uh, he has been on Kickstarter. He went on Indiegogo first, but he has been on Indiegogo and Kickstarter and all of these other um, all of these other kind of crowdfunding uh, sites to try and fund his latest project, his latest movie. I can't even remember the name of it, but it's, it's probably Rampage. yeah, Rampage something or other anyway so he was trying to get that funded it didn't work on indiegogo it didn't work on kickstarter i think he got only like 10 percent of the amount of money that he wanted to get Uh, but he took it like a champ you know he took it really really well he uh he made um he made a video on youtube and uh and basically called everybody retards he he told everybody to go fuck themselves that the internet didn't know what it was talking about that kickstarter is just out to make money uh that nobody knows what they want or what they're talking about about Uh, so I'm out of filmmaking I'm not doing it anymore I don't have any more dolls to throw out my pram I'm out uh, only Bye. that wasn't that wasn't quite him out because then he made a follow up video because that wasn't enough anger to fit in a single video. He then made <laughs> up a follow made brought out a follow up video um, and then just bitched a little bit more uh, about the world in general. So everybody's really quite happy now because not only did they manage to not make the next crap film happen, but they also managed to kick you a ball off the whole internet. So well done, <laughs> well done everybody.
0: So if if this is based on a game, is this based on the rampage? games where you play a gorilla a lizard and a werewolf
1: i would i would but you know what i won't play anything past him i would (laughs) probably probably (laughs) probably
3: to be fair i love that the most disillusioned people think that you know despite the vast swaths of crowds like crying out to them this is probably a bad idea they still think they're right well and uh, the sense of entitlement as well or oh, like my my film would have been so much more important than uh, the Avengers oh, yeah. expletive <laughs> you know what Avengers. mate go suck on a lemon did he actually like, say uh, that Marvel, yeah. Marvel Avengers bullshit
0: dirt and do you, do That's you know what r- was do you know a correct quote
1: Wow do you know how much of a jerk this guy is so not only did he post these videos on YouTube he has also gone to the kickstarter page for his own movie and World posted winner. these two videos on his own kickstarter page
3: is he married
1: so i hope not and so if i was you... about
3: to say good luck with that mate <laughs> yeah, that is the right way to win <laughs> good luck with that uh,
1: so if so if you go to if you did want to back ua bowl's latest movie um you could go to his kickstarter page and uh, get told to fuck off by the person who is making the movie so that is, uh, you know, internet 101. That's how you get backers. Um, thoughts, Brian? If you were, you're, you're obviously a game developer. I don't know whether you've ever put anything on uh, Kickstarter or anything, but your your kind of opinion on um, just, you know, creating a Kickstarter page, telling everybody yeah. to fuck off, and just see what happens.
2: <laughs> well, okay. Um well if it works it's great. I mean there was, was <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> right. But it was like for the longest time, I mean and for no good reason, I I went around thinking Phil Fish was an asshole uh until I actually saw that movie uh um Indie uh, Yeah, Indie yeah. Game, the movie. And I uh, I thought he was just just super sympathetic. It
0: was can so I, it I was. Can I just interject there? Yeah, sure. Uh, you're in good company because we all think Phil Fish is an asshole as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I don't anymore. I'm,
0: no, never uh, the mind then. then. That <laughs> the the inter- <laughs> interesting
2: thing is that I I really didn't have a, a reason to think he was an asshole from the beginning. I was sort of just what everybody's saying he's an asshole. Okay, you must be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it smells like an asshole, it probably is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, that's a good rule for life. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> but then, but then I just I saw that, and I just really, uh, I really, f- I really felt uh, that he was very sympathetic, and uh, I I could feel his entire anxiety the whole time. I mean, it, there are so many times when you sit there and you don't know if if the game is, you think it's going too slow, the the development, and there are lots, all all these obstacles coming up and and you think you have something going on and it's not panning out and yeah you could just his you could read every every single thought that i've had like uh, in in the past few years in his face in this one scene where 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 things isn't working out where he's at pax east and the game the the demo isn't working the way it should and so on so i i thought it was i don't think it's a good thing to be an asshole but i can uh, but I, I can certainly see, like, people's reaction turning you into an asshole.
1: <laughs> I just like to interject as well as that I don't recall Phil Fish, and I'm not saying that he, is or he isn't. I am utterly, I am utterly on, on any kind of fence about Phil Fish because I have no idea about any of this. But sure. um UA Bowl, this is the, I mean, if he's not putting out videos telling everybody to fuck off because <laughs> he's not happy with the way things have gone, um, if he does get negative reactions to anything that he has had, he just punches people. So yeah. if, again if you haven't heard about this this is the guy that if he gets negative feedback from a reporter he will challenge that person to a boxing match because you know that's the way that is the
3: answer that, that
1: is the way you deal with stuff on the internet now I, now, I can kind of understand why the first guy thought that this would be funny. Yeah, that's why I'll punch U.A. Ball in the face. Why not? But he got he got his ass knocked down, right? U.A. Ball is clearly a better boxer than he is a filmmaker. Um, <laughs> oh,
4: man.
1: Um, but I, you know what? Next week I'm going to have two black eyes and no teeth. Uh, <laughs> uh, but So, so I kind of get the first guy doing it, thinking it's going to make the papers. It's going to be quite interesting. I could possibly even understand the second guy doing it. But he's done this five times. And you know, oh, really? If I was the fifth guy, I'd be like, you know what, no. <laughs> do you know, I'm just going to call you a twat from the comfort of my own home and be done with it. Yeah, right. you can just imagine punching me if you want to.
3: This raises <laughs> an important point for everyone to remember. That everyone else is human. However, you do not need to display your tantrums to the world
1: yeah
3: everyone gets bad feelings we all get negative feedback and you know in an ideal world we could take that negative feedback on the chin however it's not we've all got feelings we've all got emotions sure have a rant about it have a bit of a a scream and a shout just don't publicize it. Yeah,
1: do it in the public. It's like flashing your,
3: your bits. Keep it <laughs> yeah. to yourself. Oh, that'd be the like the thing he does. You know? Just yeah. keep it to yourself. Yeah. No you one to see that. No. I mean, that's,
2: that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, like, you should, whenever you have credit for someone, you should be short to make it public and then keep your gripe private. Yeah.
1: It, yeah. It, but it works. It works both
2: ways. <laughs> I
1: mean, if somebody gives you a load of really, really great reviews, you've got to be really careful not to get massively big-headed. And then you come across like an asshat because you're really, you know, you're basking in your own glory. And then this is completely the opposite end of that spectrum where he has obviously had negative feedback and people have have not necessarily directly given him negative feedback but basically not given him money. (laughs) So it's not even that he's been panned or slated necessarily. It's just that people have basically voted with their wallets and decided that they didn't—they didn't really want this movie to happen. Now, the thing to bear in mind is that the Kickstarter goal for this movie is fifty thousand euros. Now, I—I I have no idea what movie you could possibly make on fifty thousand euros, but that already—a brilliant
3: one, according that,
1: to him, <laughs> you. know, he screams to me of problems. You know, well, you, the,
3: <laughs> the thing that
0: makes me laugh is he says at one point um, that he has enough money to play golf until he dies. Yeah. Okay, then we'll go. go then. if. if he's he's got that much money and is that sure of his content, then why doesn't he put his own money forward? I I mean, indie developers and indie filmmakers do it all the time and they take that risk. It's a gamble that they make by... Without wishing to put words in your mouth, um, Brian, but Mm. it's a gamble that that, um, indie content providers uh, make. Mm. So... Why? Why is he saying like? Why does he need fifty thousand euros if he's got enough money to play golf until he dies? Which is a really, really obscure fucking. I think
3: it's a knee-jerk reaction. There's a simple.
0: There's a simple answer
1: to that. Sorry, carry on, Nell. I'll tell you what this is at the end.
3: It's a sense of entitlement, and I think that he needs to learn that negative feedback is still feedback it's not a bad thing to get negative reviews or not receive funds because it shows you where your ideas need a bit of work. Chill out about it, man. Yeah. Have a cup
1: of tea. I think possibly if you've got such a tried and true pedigree of making shite the same as you, Ball, has, (laughs) that possibly you should expect this kind of thing, if I'm being completely honest. Um, But the... um, the other thing, thing to really watch out for here is, there's a, there's a lot of controversy surrounding a lot of this at the minute is, if he's had a string of so many really bad movies, and he has, and he has ruined some very promising IPs by making extraordinary PAP out of them, um, why would he keep doing it? If he knows that they're getting really poor reviews and they're not making all that much money, why does he keep doing it? And the answer is, he makes them on a shoestring, and then he, it, they do make money. They just don't make a lot of money, but the big thing here is, because he is a German filmmaker, um, through some ridiculous loophole, he gets to claim a hundred, everything that he does in making that movie is a hundred percent tax deductible. 100% tax deductible. So you, I mean if you think of that in terms of how much it costs the American filmmakers or British movie makers in simply purely in taxes if he can make this thing on a shoestring not have to pay any taxes on it and then get any kind of return at all he's laughing. He is laughing all the way to the bank and this is why he can afford to play golf until he dies. So the the thing is if he's make the less money he makes the less tax he ends up having to pay on the excess and therefore theoretically the better off he is. So it's it's almost like he hasn't cared and he hasn't even been trying for god knows how long he's been intentionally making poor movies which is almost worse in fact it is worse <laughs> so do you know what if you're going to intentionally make poor movies expect people to not like them uh, and that's your way ball and next week uh, I will be in a boxing ring and, <laughs> and losing horribly uh, right okay we've ranted about him for far too long have we got well,
2: anything else to just, to? Oh, go, yeah, go I wanted it. to say one thing about um, about kickstarter as well I mean it's it's really interesting because I thought Kickstarter actually uh, was sort of at at its end uh, at least when it comes to funding uh, yeah, games. But then I was uh, um, yeah I was just proven wrong with this. Oh, well what is it called y- yuka Lily is, is that how you pronounce
3: it oh yeah Yuka-le-li. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah. the um, the new IP from like the spiritual success of Banjo-Kazooie
2: yeah, yeah. that's one yeah. and then, and then uh, a few other ones have really just raked in money so it's it's very interesting that and there's another thing about Kickstarter I'd like with Uwe Ball, the the thing that you said that, uh, what kind of movie can he make with, uh, what was it fifty thousand euros? where's it five hundred thousand euros?
1: No, I'm pretty sure it's fit. Well, certainly the Kickstarter page right now, um, is set to fifty thousand euros. So they've got yeah. twenty twenty seven thousand euros pledged to the fifty thousand euro goal. Now I, I don't but, know whether he lowered that after the massive baby rant that he had, b- or or whether it was higher before or what. But it's certainly at the minutes it's at
2: fifty thousand. Yeah, but we. Be- and that doesn't mix any that doesn't make any sense at all because I mean even in a studio like ours we'd burn more money than that in a month. So it's a uh, I think um, I think Kickstarter is all, not only about the money; it's very much about the visibility, isn't it? Mm. I mean that's that's why we would make if we would make a Kickstarter campaign, it would be to sh- so that as many people as possible would know about the game beforehand. Yeah. And I don't and I don't think we'd ask for um, an amount that would cover the entire game production because it it never makes it never makes sense at all. I was um, I was talking to uh, a friend called Jules Watchem of Renegade Kid, and you know you know the man. He's uh, a British guy out of Austin, Texas, who makes they made they made uh, quite a few brilliant games. Um, one of them is called Mutant Muds. It's, um, it's a very nice little game for the 3DS. They've sort of focused on the 3DS. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they tried to make a Kickstarter campaign for a game called Cult County and it just didn't work at all. They were asking for... They were asking for probably the amount of money it would take to make the game. And it um, It was... The amount was so massive that when you saw that figure you sort of... You sort of realize that this is never going to get funded so there's no point in me uh, throwing in my 10 or 20 or 100 bucks here yeah mm-hmm. it's not going to make a difference <clears throat> so i think it could be a good way maybe not for Uber ball but, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it could be a good thing to to say that we're asking for we want to add this to the game or like if you would ask like for multiplayer money or something like that if yeah. we get if we get this amount of money we'll use it all to to uh to make this single player game a multiplayer game yeah. i think that's probably yeah. that's a clever way of doing it then you you don't need to ask for uh like the the gross national product of a smaller african country because <laughs> you, <laughs> you can ask for like a small amount of money that gets the job done that you're that you're telling the the backers that you are going to do
1: Yeah, I think that's a good idea, and it does a couple of things. It gives, A, like you say, gets you out there, B, it gets you a small but concentrated group of people that are genuinely interested in the game, and so much so that on a a small amount of information that they've been given, they're willing to put their money forward because they want to back it and they want to be involved. Um, So you've got a concentrated group of effectively alpha and beta testers that really Mm. want the game to do well, because literally their money is riding on it so you get a little bit of funding but that's not even the greatest thing, you get this community, you get these people that are wanting to be involved and you hopefully get get to make a better game because of it, you get hype out there, people say oh look they managed to get their Kickstarter backed and all the rest of it there's a lot of plus things but I think you're completely right, I think a lot of people approach Kickstarter and Indiegogo and other places in the same vein in the wrong way or maybe in a slightly misguided way but I think probably it's very difficult, I mean a lot of people a lot of smaller game developing companies or even one man bands will go to kickstarter because they can't get funding and so it's not like they have a small amount of funding to kind of bolt this kickstarter amount onto they literally need everything because they can't get funding from anywhere else and that's where they're falling over that's why they're trying to do it i think if you're a slightly more established game development company like you are and you can get funding elsewhere or you've even got internal funding that can cover an an amount of the cost then you're possibly in a better situation but it's it's the approach for
0: everybody. it's a
3: tough world it's a hard
0: world out there it's it's interesting yeah. to see, actually. Just going back to you brought up ukulele, and I was watching this because like, I've never been a fan of banjo kazooie, and I'm I'm not going to back ukulele. I just wanted to keep an eye on on what it was doing. Ukulele made a million dollars in one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Banjo kazooie. Do you know how
4: much, you know how much the artist.
0: original uh, goal was? One hundred seventy-five thousand. Uh, sorry, it's made a hundred a million. A million pounds in one day. It's currently at 1.8 million pounds, and mm. its original goal was 175,000 pounds. The problem is right. the
3: power of loyal followers. Oh
0: yeah, but what
1: also? What, if, what are you going to fucking do with all that extra? Money? <laughs> you can give you it get... to you a bottle.
3: We're gonna give it.
0: It is after some cash.
3: <laughs> you,
0: could, you could give him the money <laughs> to make. <laughs> to make a his studio film. Studio Pony. To make a film of the game that you're making, oh, and still have you know money what? to make your own game.
1: That would be amazing. That I think, I think that's got legs actually. I reckon every like new games now. If you get oh oversubscribed on Kickstarter, one of your stretch goals should be to get oh extra money you so you can pay you pay Bob to make a film of your game. <laughs> that would be amazing UA Ball making a Banjo-Kazooie movie I'm there oh I, do, I don't care how bad it is I'm still there uh, <laughs> the problem that you've got with that I would have thought I mean m- me personally after it got to possibly double or even triple the amount that I initially wanted I'd cap it i say, do you know what, guys? we got to stop. Because otherwise, what are you going to do? If you never envisaged that kind of budget, you can derail your game really badly. And we've seen this previously. Yeah. With you can take a night.
3: bathtub and you can fill it with dollars and you can <laughs> swim in it.
1: Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you've got to do. But it, you, I, I've seen games that this has happened to before that have got completely derailed because they've just got so much money and this was never the game that they intended to make but they feel like they've got to spend the money to make extra levels, extra content, whatever they wanted to do to oh, fulfill I mean... the amount of money that they got given by the, by the, all of their backers and it just, it flops. It, it doesn't flop necessarily but it, it puts too much pressure on the team to do something that they never really intended to do in the first place and they end up putting out a product that they weren't planning on putting out in the first place and it's a bad thing.
3: You just do the thing that Mist does. You do the smart thing, you invest it in your team, and what you do is you go, cool, so this is how much we're gonna spend on this development, this is what we wanted to do, now we have enough to go on and do a next game. Yeah. Or, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
3: reinvest it into your own development. In right. The way. And
2: like, you, can all, you can even, like, uh, with, with all that money that you get, you can safely uh, promise all the backers copies of the of those coming games as well yeah so you don't really need to sort of go out and be greedy and do new no. stuff yeah, for every exactly.
1: game. i think that would be a great idea because not only so they've shown you like vast loyalty and mm-hmm. you get to show them loyalty in return. You're now funded, the next, yeah, x number of games. You don't necessarily need to go to Kickstarter. Not only have you got all this money that they have put in, but hopefully because of all the publicity, you'll get people buying retail copies of the game anyway. So mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're, you're kind of sorted. Let's hope it does well. Um, do we have do we have anything else that we need to talk about, um, or are we well, we got loads?
0: you know we were talking on an upcoming episode of uh, Trailer Talk? about Mirror's Edge 2.
1: Yep, because we spoke about Mirror's Edge 2 a long time ago on one of the
0: original trailers. Nearly 18 months ago. Yep. um, Well, there is a not Mirror's Edge 2. Yeah, this is bizarre and I'm slightly confused. Mirror's Edge Edge Catalyst, which is a... like a seat...
1: it's not a sequel. It's not a se- It's a
3: spin off.
1: It's not a spin off. It's not a
3: sequel.
1: You play Faith. You play the same character that you played in the first game. Have you played the first game,
2: um, Brian? No, I have. Again, I've just sort of seen trailers of it and seen people play it. Yeah. Um, it's,
1: right. It's this brilliant free running first person. I mean, you've obviously seen it, but for anybody else who hasn't, it's this. It's this I'm going to use the word charming again. Um, it was pretty. Pretty well envisaged first person uh, free running game. Yeah that um, looked great from all the trailers and certainly the first couple of levels played really, really nicely. And then it seemed to lose its way because, again, this seems like the kind of game that was only really designed to be quite small and it ended up ballooning into something that it wasn't really intended to be. And they put stealth into it, which was... (laughs) In a game that you're supposed to flow and run and be free, putting stealth into it was just such a terrible. And people have heard. It
3: was me. very jarring.
1: Yeah, people have heard let's, me talk about this. And there was there was no real combat. You could like knock people and knock their guns out of their hands, but they had guns and you didn't, which is just unfair. And it was just—it it had so much promise and it fell over. So. But so now they've released. They're now saying that this is not Mirror's Edge Two. We haven't right. found much about it. We've just seen a, a shot, which is a shot of um, the character Faith from the first game. She looks a little bit different than she did then. Uh, she's still pretty hot, so that's okay. Um, but and we're apparently, yeah, so that's that's the, you know key point. Um, the uh, but we're gonna we're gonna find some more out at E3 next week. But they've been they've been very keen to to point out that this is. Not a sequel, it's not Mirror's Uh, Edge 2. It's
0: honouring the first game. Yeah,
1: they said we've landed on a vision that honours the first game, pushing the boundaries of the first movement and diving deeper into the story behind our heroine, uh, Faith. Now, the problem that I've got with that is, that feels like a dampening down immediately. That feels like they're attempting to set people's expectations low so that when this falls into the middle ground, nobody's
0: surprised. I, the 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 thing is, is it might be going the other way of um, under promise and over deliver. Yeah, well that's
3: yeah. We can and that's only own, a good way
0: because they did it in
1: completely the opposite direction with the first game, so that's possibly why everybody felt a little bit <laughs> off about it. But the um, I
3: was uh, we were promised pretty, we got pretty. Yeah, I can't really
1: complain <clears> about that. No, well are no, so and I it can't was tell. Fucking mercilessly difficult it was in a lot of places. <laughs> I've got now see. I can't tell whether what they're effectively saying is we are remaking the first game. But so like almost like a reboot, but they haven't said reboot. They've, they've said it's a re-envisaging of the first game. So it just says to me like they're starting again with the same character, the same situation, the same game in essence, but better making the game that they wanted originally
3: now, Why not? And I, if I comics can do alternate that. universes well,
1: yeah, yeah I'm, I'm down with it, but it's just, it's, it's an odd thing, it's an odd thing if you really wanted to boot, reboot it, but I almost think as well, it's a passionate thing it feels like there's somebody there that genuinely really wanted this to do well and really wanted their vision to get out and it didn't happen, and now they've kind of boldly gone back and said, I don't want to make another game I want to make the fucking game that I should have made in the first place, and they're doing it all over again. I think that that's kind of cool, I don't think I've seen that, certainly not in recent years, so... I
3: can respect that.
1: I, I'm down with up. that. I'm up on it. Um, and also, she's hot, so again. the um, I'm going to be interested to see what we get from E3 about this, because... Some, this would have been a big reveal at E3, and it is pretty surprising to me that they decided to pop something out the week before it came out. That's not something that you see all that often. Um, I don't think they had um, had much choice. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Uh, it, apparently, some trademarks and web domains got uh, spotted, uh, uh, oh, spotted and were published online. So right. it's a case of quick get something out. Right. Okay. Although, look, having a quick read through the press release that they put out, it looks like they say. A lot but don't actually say very much oh
1: no, exactly it's it's all a little bit,
3: bit of waffle yeah bit of waffle. mirrors man hit, hit yeah. Screen,
1: fuck off see you at e3 um <laughs> that's, that's effectively what they were saying i like
3: um, things like that watch yeah. this space let's not we'll speak be back.
1: too much on it because um although saying that we've been bang on the money previously so possibly we should speculate uh so i heard it here first do we want to talk about anything else? Because we are heading into E3 territory now, and there's going to be an awful lot to talk about. On the...
3: Oh my god, Dark Souls 3. It's oh. going to be painful. It's going to be beautiful.
1: Uh, let's not <laughs> talk about that, because I... Uh absolutely yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. because you are a weak flashy being
0: up. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah. there's the Xbox one TV which is the one terabyte Xbox are they actually um, calling it that the Xbox uh, one. no I just made that up on, okay. off, on the fly off the cuff, a bit like it's got tuberculosis it.
3: I, yeah I was about to say Xbox one tuberculosis edition what
0: what <laughs> <laughs> they have redesigned the pad and after <laughs> a number of years with the xbox 360 and the <laughs> xbox one which has been out for what two years now yep. uh, they finally decided to move away from their own branded uh headphone jack yeah and gone with their own three and a half uh, gone with a three and a half inch like the rest of the world
1: yeah standard standard three and a half inch or three and a half mil whatever they call it um headphone jack
0: mil yeah sorry not inch
1: yeah that'd be massive um yeah this is a bizarre thing that I'm not entirely sure why they didn't do it before um but they've kind of been going back on a lot of stuff that they did when they brought out the xbox one so hey why not um you don't need to connect anymore so fuck that uh we don't like this really tiny headphone jack that you've got to have so fuck that as well um so eventually we, we're all just going to have ps4s i reckon the next edition of the of the xbox one is just going to be a ps4 with <laughs> shape controller that's what i'm calling it here um I think it's cool. I haven't got an Xbox One still, but I'm I certainly I, mean, used to, I used to get pretty annoyed because my um the cruddy headset, the like one earpiece headset thing that you got with the Xbox 360, um would it would just break because the thing was like the thinnest cable in the entire world and it would break and you'd end up having to go buy another one. But you've got to buy a Microsoft thing or some kind of cruddy Madcats thing or something like that. I just wanted to plug a regular set of headphones into it. What's wrong with that? So at least you can do that now. Uh, and we've got one terabyte hard drive. Was it 500 gig before? Yes. Okay, cool. So, how many how many copies of SteamWorld Dig and SteamWorld Heist could you fit on a one terabyte Xbox?
2: <laughs> a shitload. A
1: shitload. Yeah. Shit there you go. You want to preload them, special edition, you get. You
3: hear it here first. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. You one get 1,000 copies of SteamWorld Dig
0: <laughs> with your Xbox One. Well, well is... you could. <laughs> so well, you somewhere could there fit 10 regular size Xbox One games on there. Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> or four. Well, yeah. Yeah, Those people should learn how to code, I think. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, you <laughs> do.
2: Oh, get some aloe vera for that burn!
1: Okay, um, are we got right. anything else? We don't want to talk about Xbox One anymore. We have
3: seen did loads of things. We have yeah. seen did loads of things. Uh, uh,
0: things we've they put out the Lego Marvel Avengers trailer.
3: Does it have I, Ultron in it?
0: Yes. No, it's based on the first film.
3: With the so trailer, it looks like the
0: first film. I don't right. know how that's going to work because normally they have four kind of parts to each game previously it's been for four films um if that's what it's been based on so i don't know how this is going to work or how it's going to tie in um i just thought it was going to be another lego marvel herox or whatever it was yeah ultimately it's going to be another lego game
4: so okay.
3: if you like the lego games
0: are, yes, these, are these are these still relevant are these still cool i might be
1: horrible saying that but i got kind of bored of the lego games while well, ago.
3: no it's, it's it's like the the whole music game thing has tailed off into the distance and i don't know when it's going to return but one day it might do you know like with guitar Hero and rock band but they're not to be seen really around anymore are yeah, they but
1: they stopped making those they're still making lego games
3: yeah, I know. I think it's in that in that disillusional phase. <laughs> a <old> baby, right?
1: <laughs> the five stages of despair, or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> they're just going to keep making them. People are obviously still buying them. They're all, they're, they're very kid friendly.
3: Field of Dreams. No, oh,
1: I'm an idiot. I'll go out and buy Lego Marvel
0: Avengers when it comes out.
1: There's nothing wrong with that, man. If you enjoy... It's a
3: safe choice. I, it is.
1: I, I got. I
2: think of those cool Lego games, games are. I mean, they. They're really well made. It's I, good party I, games. It's, yeah, the Indiana Jones games. I think Thursday. we played a lot, a lot at home here. And it's just, it's, it's annoying that Lego. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. How, how many, how many decades have how we played with Lego, and then these Lego games come, come along, and, and they're really, I thought they was just as immersive as Lego itself.
1: Yeah, and
3: less painful.
1: well, I'll tell you what then. If you like that, what about Lego Worlds? Have you seen the trailer for Lego Worlds?
3: No, I haven't. Oh,
1: oh, my word! So, if Lego. you genu- if you genuinely liked Lego, if you love playing with Lego as a kid as I did, and I think as Lewis did as well, possibly El, El, were you Lego tastic? I like
3: Legos. Oh,
1: everybody I make
3: dinosaurs.
1: LEGO. Um, so, Lego Worlds is, and there's no better way to describe it, unfortunately. So, I'm just going to go with it. It is Minecraft, but it is Lego. So, it is it oh. is a Lego game, and it is. It's very similar it's a big sandbox open world it's not exactly the same as Minecraft in Minecraft you mine stuff and then you use those blocks to put it down in this by the looks of things you can just spit blocks everywhere you get like a block Yeah, you can just make all these cool things, but you can make vehicles, you can make aeroplanes, anything that you could have made with regular Lego, you can make in this game, but then you can drive it around or fly it around or fire the catapults and stuff like that. Uh, This is the game. This is the game that people who just used to have, like... 15 different types of lego from all different boxes yep. chucked <laughs> into one massive crate and you just kind of went Do you know what i'm just going to see what i end up with here and i was the guy that always no matter how i tried i always ended up with like pirate and mad max that was that was the direction i ended in i just i got some pirate ship guys and i got some other mad guys max is a and good then
3: it was direction. and
1: then it was mad max lego that's what i ended <laughs> with so I'm going I I want to get that to see what it what it looks like in the end. Um, are you, so you're picking up the Lego Marvel Avengers game then Lewis when it comes out?
0: Yeah, probably. And, this and is... Lego Jurassic World. Is this
3: <gasps> Oh my god, this Jurassic World. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> all right.
1: Oh my god. It's like I've entered a Twilight Zone of gaming. Um, okay, I, I take it this is a release trailer prior to the to E3. There's going to be more content yeah. at E3. Okay,
0: fine. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be more content at 3 E3. I would imagine so, but um to be honest it seems like they're spitting out games like nobody's business at the moment because obviously you've got lego dimensions due at the end of the year you've got lego jurassic world due out in the next month or six weeks (laughs) keep going keep going uh you've got uh, lego marvel avengers uh whenever that's due out um Lego World, which has just been released, so there's a lot of Lego content. I'm worried. I'm worried that it's going to become oversaturated and someone's going to step on one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Lego, Lego of the caltrops. Yeah, uh, it's just bad, man. There is almost nothing worse than stepping on a Lego, apart from stepping on a plug. Stepping on a plug. There is stepping on a plug. Yeah, and then, you know, (laughs) cancer. I think it's probably <laughs> oh my God. in that order. That escalated.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that Jesus. Got that got there fast. Um okay, fine. We're, I, so is that...
3: Battleborn. Battleborn looking.
1: We're talking about Battleborn as
0: well. It's because oh. the man!
3: The man in the thingy! He's oh. steampunk and he's a robot. And he's got
0: a fucking mechanical owl. Oh, oh he's, got my mechanical owl. Owl. he's Got
1: a sniper cane. <laughs> it's just do you know what? <sighs> We, sold. We had an interesting interaction with 2K on this, but they're really pushing this out. This, these are these guys are a great example of the way that you are supposed to handle social media, and they've been kind of pushing out content from Battleborn for a little while, but they very much seem to have the humour that you would expect comes with this kind of game, so when they're interacting with people on Twitter, or I'd imagine Facebook as well, they, they really get into the feel of the game and the humour that's in the game, and they play to that strength. And uh, So we had a great little banter with them about it, but it's what can you say about? It? I mean, it looks like Borderlands, slightly more high octane with steampunk. It
0: looks like a cross between Borderlands <laughs> and um, Team Fortress. Yeah, potentially.
1: Yeah. It looked like it had a little bit of Left 4 Dead slash Evolve in there. It's yeah, like a mash of all of these kind of
2: games. Have you seen this, Brian? Um, I'm sorry, I've, I've got to check up on it. Um, what, what is it called? Battleborn.
3: Basically. I didn't know I needed this in my life.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah but this...
3: I need this in my life.
1: Yeah, this pretty is... soon. I was Please. kind of surprised. I mean, I had seen Battleborn prior to them putting all of this stuff out on Twitter and Facebook and all the rest of it, but Oh yeah, I did see this. Yeah. Right.
3: yeah.
1: It looks very good. I mean, it's I think if you if you were, if you liked if you played and enjoyed um, and more importantly liked the universe surrounding um the other game they made that, that I've forgotten the name of. Uh Borderlands, that's the one. Yeah. Um, then you will. It looks like you're really going to enjoy this, but it's massively over the top in the same way that Borderlands was. It's got the crazy humour that Borderlands. I mean, if you if you look at the, they did kind of a, uh, a gameplay trailer in which one of the characters, they're talking to so all these four people are running around they're shooting stuff and they're talking to this extra character and this extra character is going, don't worry, I'm just about to break the code and then she leaves the radio on and you can hear her in the background going, you give me the code. <laughs> <laughs> and then she comes back onto the radio and goes i'm 50 percent there guys i'm cracking the code as fast as i can <laughs> and this guy he's like that's not even real hacking <laughs> it's that's the kind of humor that's in it and it's like that really speaks to me i like i love all of that kind of stuff so yeah it looks really exciting and obviously the gameplay looks really good as well so uh, and it's got a mechanical owl. so you know when wins all round um, <laughs> I love the theme songs. Um, right, look, have we seen, is this everything? Oh, Christ is XCOM two. Basically, yes. No,
3: so let's we've skip we've already we spoken can talk
1: about, about XCOM. Alright, okay. so. screw it. Let's let's leave, let's leave that. Right, look, that's loads of loads of crazy stuff that we've seen this week. There's been absolute tons of stuff coming out because everybody's ramping up for E3 and they want to start teasing people, uh, like in a, in a slightly sensual but slightly non-sensual over the internet kind of way. Just, so, yeah speak forever Great. hold your
3: peace <laughs> <laughs> i was about to chide richard go on go on they're having a gutter brain no it's fine you
1: carry on you can chide me all you want
3: no it's fine i'm done
1: now <laughs> i'm sorry has the moment passed okay fine yeah. um right that's it look we're gonna we're gonna take an ever so slight break we're gonna head right out in a moment we've got a couple of questions from people um in the community and then we're gonna call it a night uh so be right back
2: Oh, no, 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 don't, no,
0: you, uh, Mario, Mario, you did it again, <laughs> no, no, oh.
1: Okay, we're back. We've got to go because, man, this train's been going for a long time and uh, and the guy that's shoveling the c- is getting knackered. Then um, that's Lewis, by the way. So, we've got a couple of questions from our lovely community uh, that we, we were going to pose to Brian. Um, I've got a question as well because I'm interested. So, let's shoot them through uh, and then we, we definitely need to call it a night. So, who wants to Lewis? Do you want to start with the first question? Yes. Um,
0: so, obviously SteamWorld this is question is from uh, Mr. Neilio. You may have uh, spoken with him on Twitter as well and whatnot but um, right. basically he he runs a street pass group um, in the UK um, he wants to know um, what are your thoughts on the whole Street pass thing because I know you said that you're um, a, a handheld gamer um, predominantly um, and would you consider a 3ds exclusive to take advantage of its features so either with dig heist or any potential future games
2: hmm I think. Uh, oh, that's a great question. I mean, uh, we. There's a short story about that. It, when we had, when we had finished SteamWorld Dig and it was, it was selling on, selling really well on on every platform that we mm-hmm. put it out out for, then we decided, um, or I decided that suddenly we were rock stars and and I should definitely go, go talk to all the platform owners and demand exclusivity money. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Is one of those like, yes, well, this is how you can stay a step ahead of your competitors by paying us a lot of money and we can have the game exclusive for you for for, for a few months. And then uh, after, when I got back in the office, we were sort of discussing, I said, hmm, that's not, this approach is, as usual, Brian, your approach is not very good, <laughs> what they said, and it, I, because it wasn't really good. I mean, it, it, it sort of, yeah, it, it was like selling yourself to the highest bidders sort of thing. And it didn't really make sense. And I, it was just like out of cockiness, I think. And we, and we decided to put together like, um, not go with any any particular one of them. Like, or not attach ourselves that way, but sort of stay indie. <laughs> that, it, that That sounds like... I mean, you could sort of interject here. As, oh, so nobody wanted to give you money? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, we didn't say it. No, <laughs> there were a few offers. So, uh, but then we sort of decided that now, okay, let's 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 do it our way. It, it's it's like that Kickstarter thing. Do we really need that money to to tie ourselves and sort of commit to one platform over the other? Mm. So, um, so we instead we sort of called it off and, and decided to sort of. Set our own release order for for Stiewold Heist, hmm. and um, so yeah, with the, that is one part of the answer. I think, like, would we go exclusive with any platform? I think one of the one of the clever strategies <laughs> that you can employ as an independent developer is that you can go to every you can go everywhere, and that is actually part of the uh, the revenue plan or, or the, the plan to make money is to be uh, available as broadly as possible I think mm. so yeah I mean uh, you don't I don't think we would have to make it an exclusive 3ds exclusive game to in order to in, incorporate uh, street pass features mm. but it's I mean when you're a small team every sort of thing that is outside the game or, or sort of a special mm, version of it yeah entails taking a lot of time actually. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine
1: between the Wii U with the extra screen the Vita with the touch screen and the touch on the back as well, the PS4 with the touch on the pad and all the rest of it if you're expected to use all of the I mean, people might expect if you Use the StreetPass features on the 3DS to possibly you'd leverage some of these other features on these other mm. handhelds and stuff as well, and that's just that's surely that's going to add an awful lot of time and cost onto the development of the game. Where you might just be better off bringing out a solid game that just uses your normal set of controls and the normal things that are common to all of the platforms.
2: Yeah, uh, that that exactly that that's sort of what I wanted to say all along. There you go. <laughs> it's like a short and beautiful way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's. Uh, yeah, you should really, anyway, you should focus on game, gaming, or the game. Like, not, not focus sort on of... the uh, game and not
0: the features. Yeah,
2: exactly. Features. It's
1: right.
3: the journey, not yeah. the destination. Oh,
1: well, the destination is basically every platform, so it's kind of that too. And, well, and that's
3: one of the things that yeah. I like
0: about um, Steam yeah. uh, Dig is the fact that you can play it on pretty much anything. I think my granny's got an abacus that plays... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, um oh, no. but no in all seriousness I mean it's available on almost every current in bunny is yeah. platform yeah um and is that the plan with um Heist? yeah it is plus plus some I mean uh, before we
2: made steel dig we um we used to make mobile games that was the only thing we did for a while mm-hmm. and um or rather more specifically we made um, iOS games, yeah, and then it was getting so congested that we didn't really dare to be there anymore because we are not monetization experts. We didn't. We felt that if we are going to make games that need to sort of compete with other free-to-play games, we're going to lose because mm-hmm. we don't. Mm, we want to make interesting games, not yeah. not make shitloads of money from people with people who can't really look after their own wallets. <laughs> I, um, I'm not, I don't want to put down there they' excellent free to play games I, I need to say that but it's um, we, we we are not we are definitely not masters of monetization so we shouldn't be there and that was the reason why we went um, with on the 3ds first with Steam will dig and then to every other platform except mobile and tablets because yeah. well because of the game it's it's um, it's very much... It has so many platforming, uh, platformer elements in it that um, you would have to have really, you, you either have to sort of um, reinvent the game a little bit to bring SteamWorld Dig to to uh, phones and tablets, or you'll have to have virtual joysticks. And I've I still haven't played a game that really does that. That
1: does that really well. No, you and me both, um, brother. I'm, no, I don't like virtual joysticks on phones and tablets at all. No. I can't get on with them. I right. think
0: Especially one of the only the games breezes. that I've mm-hmm. played that sort of vaguely works well with a virtual joystick is um, Minecraft Pocket Edition. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. But then they've got the the money and the resources to be able to plough that into a port. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But if you're playing Minecraft, why not play it on? You know a
0: proper the console. console on a proper console on a proper the platform the pc yeah,
3: there you go right. well from um, all that
2: said i was just going to add then that steel World heist uh, on the other hand is doesn't suffer from that it isn't the it's it's much more of a strategy game uh, yeah meaning that and we've tried it 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 looks brilliant on a tablet so um, yeah i think it uh, it's coming to every Platform. But we're not going to make it a free-to-play game, we're, rather we're, we're actually going, we're sort of glancing sideways at what um, XCOM and so on is doing, the, or, and games of that earth, that, games that are really great games and that sort of have the sense to um, charge for their games. So that's for yeah. yeah. mobile as well.
3: Good, and have pride. Yeah, exactly. Afraid. Play yes, to your
1: strengths. Yeah. I think that's the key thing. See, this was, this was going to be my question. So my question I had that I was going to have for you was what are your views on free-to-play and, and is that kind of model that you're looking at going in the future? So you've completely answered that. I think it's great. I think it makes total sense that you're not trying to compete with this glut of free-to-play games that are out there. And instead, you're playing to your strengths. You know exactly what your aim and what your model is. And rather than just trying to throw yourself down with all these other people because that's the way that everybody else is doing it, you're you're playing. To the way that you want to make games, the story you want to tell, and if people want to pay for it because they enjoy it or they think it looks great, then they
2: will. I think that sums it up. I think uh, also, free-to-play has sort of shown too that um, you sort of need to make specific types of games that work for free-to-play. Um, that said, I think they are there are brilliant free-to-play games, like I just said before, but. And it sort of narrows it down a little bit. You always have to have that sort of income hanging over you. The whole time when you design the game yeah like, where are we going to make this money
1: and then surely you feel a little bit dirty afterwards as well i like to think that all people that like if i mean if you were going to turn steamworld dig into a into a free-to-play game i would imagine it would go something like you dig four or five or six blocks and then you're out of water so you've got to wait an hour yeah.
2: to get more water <sighs> or wait, you, wait can, you can you so can that, buy stars like, i don't have time to talk to you anymore because i'm going to make this game <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the kind of thing that they do, and I, I really dislike it. I don't like it at all. I'd much rather pay. We've we said this on the podcast yeah. several times, but I'd much rather pay for a game. Now, there's a lot to be said for demos. That's something that I'm very, very keen on. There's an awful Mm -hmm. lot to be said for demos. I like to see demos because I like to be able to know what I'm going to be paying for. So I can play a really short demo. Yeah, exactly. I can play a really short demo, see whether I'm going to enjoy the game, and after go, do you know what? Yeah, yeah, I am going to enjoy this game. I'm going to pay seven, eight, nine, ten pounds for it because I can tell now that I'm going to enjoy it rather than being suckered into downloading something that looks like it's free, thinking that you might like it, and then ending up having to pay money or your kids, you know, you haven't remembered to lock your phone. So your kids, your kids buy stuff, and now suddenly I've got a load of colours on draw something that I didn't really want. That kind of thing.
2: Cool. All right. Look, we're going to have. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Real quick, there's a bigger question there as well, and that's when something costs zero, it per definition, it actually has no worth, and I think that is actually happening to um, that is happening now to to mobile and uh, maybe also in the game like the game industry as a whole that we we feel that the worth of games is is becoming less and less it is like we we can download so many games during steam sales and so on that we have backlogs coming out our ass yeah and it's uh, we we sort of we own 300 games like how much is one of those games worth um it's not like I mean, in the good old days, <laughs> when you when you'd like save up your money like for a whole summer, and then you'd run off to the store and buy this one game. We sort of it was it was worth it was worth a whole summer's worth of work to get that game. Yeah. Um, it's now we can get it. I mean, we can get it on on uh, on an eighty or ninety percent discount uh, on Steam, or we can get it through Humble Bundle, which is a great service, I think. But uh, it it's sort of are we holding this out a little bit? Is it yeah? Is it is it getting worthless? I mean, yeah, yeah. it's
1: watering everything down a lot. There is a lot of that because I oftentimes I'm, I've never been more spoiled for choice than I am right now. I remember back when you had an NES or a PlayStation, whatever you used to play on, you'd probably have five, six, seven. You know, if you were particularly flush or had very rich parents, you might have ten or twenty games in front of you. Mm, but that was the right. most you were ever going to have, really. Yeah. Now. I'm, I sit in front of my computer with my 300 plus steam games plus three friends libraries family shared to me and I genuinely go, what the fuck am I gonna play It's yeah. like having so much on your plate that you don't know what to eat first
2: so you eat yeah, that thing exactly. so much candy that you don't you don't want any of the chocolate yeah that's but, exactly what it is hmm yeah well yes. that was, sorry for the sadness it's
1: because
3: like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. i think it's an interesting point we're twanging the
2: moral fiber of
1: the game in, games industry there you go um no but i think it's absolutely right i think if something's going to be worth having then it's worth paying for and if yeah you, if you're going to pay for it and you're going to feel like you're getting any worth out of it then it's, it is definitely that it's the right kind of thing to do like you say there are so yeah. many free games out there now that we don't know what we what we're going to play and yeah. often a lot of them aren't very good like say demos Demos are the way forward. Charge okay. the games, put out demos. That's what I would absolutely love to see. Not enough people do that. They started doing it on Steam. Thomas was alone. Mm. I bought uh, not Thomas was alone. But, uh, the uh, the other one, that guy that was in the office, Stanley. Uh, Stanley, Parable. 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 Stanley, yeah, Parable. Such an incredible demo that that game had, and it wasn't even anything to do. With, you know, it wasn't the game, but it was just <laughs> the whole. It was just this brilliant little demo. Bought that game off the back of that that's how that's how a demo is meant to work and that's the kind of thing that i love to see we need to yeah. move on to another question because we're literally going to be here yes, tonight please, please. so please. um lewis who's this question from
0: that is from the street Pass southampton uk twitter account
1: okay this this one i'm about to read yeah yes okay so this is uh so this question is what made you decide to go for a whole new genre of game rather than making a SteamWorld world dig 2 or expanding on the kind of gameplay elements that you had in the original game
2: yeah that's a great question i, I think um when when we'd finished making Steamworld Dig, we were um, we actually weren't sure if we had a, a a bad game, a decent game, a good game, or a great game. It was we um, because we'd been sort of inside the game for so long. We, it was really hard for us to tell if it was it was if it was any good. And then we, when we finished it and we were getting such great reviews for the game, the immediate thought was, okay, let's make a Steamworld Dig two. Let's let's follow up on this success and then someone like immediately in the office said no but wait that's what they're expecting us to do so it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those stupid detective movies or like <laughs> so, and it was it was kind of true because we were like yeah but is that what we want to make right now and we didn't really have to answer that answer that question right away because we had um, we got so busy porting SteamWorld Dig to so many platforms. So we actually got a a bit of an extension there and we could sort of sit and think about what kind of game do we want to make. We had actually originally, we had planned to make the prequel to SteamWorld Dig alongside uh, another small game that had nothing to do with SteamWorld. Uh, And we actually started making prototypes of those games. And then we had to shelf them because SteamWorld Dig was taking up so much of our attention, but then, like while we were making the the PC version, the the one that is out on Steam for for PC, Mac, and Linux now, it, basically the HD version that was sort of the, the basis for the for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and, and Wii U versions, then people in the office were spending lunch breaks talking about. Um, it it would be so cool to make a 2D um, turn-based combat game, like, um, and if we could add in some elements that, yeah, that made it really special. And then, <clears throat> and then uh, our lead, um, what do you call it, the the dev lead in the office, yeah. Håkalson, he pitched it to me because they were sort of having secret discussions, so I wouldn't butt in and ruin it. <laughs> and then, and so he, he pitched the idea, and I thought it was it was excellent. I mean, at this like two hours ago, we started talking about what kind what kind of games I've been playing, and it's been or what I want to play is, and I love to play chess and every and every strategy game out there. I love strategy games, so it's um so I was thrilled. It's like oh, finally we get to make our own <laughs> strategy game. I, this is going to be lovely. Okay, there. There are two absolutes for this. It needs to come out by no later than November 2014. That's one. And the other one is, it has to be set in SteamWorld because that wasn't the original idea, it wasn't actually. But the, the thing is that that's how we want to use SteamWorld. We want to be able to make any kind of game that um, that we want to make and put it in SteamWorld. And it's really flexible that way because, well, the protagonists, they're steam-driven robots. What what can't they do? I mean, <laughs> there you go. That's, that's got to be on the back
1: of the box. You're a steam-driven robot. Can get at it. Yeah. That's
2: it. Get at Just it. You
1: pop in space, down
2: in the ground, you're fucking on it. Right. So, yeah, that's that's the answer to that question. Is, is SteamWorld is supposed to be that. It's sort of a, an umbrella for all kinds of gameplay. And I don't think... Um, there's nothing that says that we can't make a Steam Dig 2, but it's... We really want to be open to the type of game that we want to make.
1: Yeah. I think that's the beautiful thing about being an indie developer. Sure, I mean, I'm not one, but I would, I would imagine, I like to imagine in my fantasy worlds, uh, <laughs> that, that the great thing about being an indie developer is you do get to do that. You get to make the game that you want to make, not the game that people expect you to make. So yeah. you, can, you can go, well, we've done that. We've made that game. That's something that we've done now. So we're just going to do something completely different. Let's see if we can make it work. We're confident in our abilities. Let's go for it. I love that. I think yeah. it's brilliant.
0: Well done. All
1: right, excellent. Good. Look, that's all the questions, unless one of our guys has got something.
0: uh, Well, I was just going to say, so would you consider making another game in the SteamWorld universe, but, again, move going another direction, so away from the... um, So you've done, like, a platformer, you've done a a turn-based combat strategy game. Would you move on to a a different... um, Move in a different direction with the gameplay style, but still set in that universe, or...? Yeah. Well, the, there's this. We actually
2: in 2010 the thing that started this whole SteamWorld thing for us was mm-hmm. we put out a small game called SteamWorld Tower Defense. Yeah. On the, on the DS and now you you can play it on the 3DS now and, and on no other uh, console. Mm-hmm. And that was that was your basic tower defense game. It's, okay. uh, so yeah, there's a tower defense game. There's a mining platform adventure and then there's a um, what do you call it turn based stra- combat strategy game mm-hmm. there's I mean the next one what will it be will it be a sims game will it be <laughs>
1: it
3: could be anything robot yeah, cheating anything.
1: I'm throwing my hand in now <laughs> Ro- robot dating
3: robot dating yeah. game yeah oh I man would robot I would spend sim.
1: so yeah, much
3: time Rusty's
1: robot dating you could even dress one of them up in drag because that apparently works <laughs> that well that would well.
3: sell it for me but that
1: works Job done. I can just hit her, I, folks. I, I can just see the cosplay now. I'm, I, I'm all over this. this is going to be brilliant. Uh, right, we're going to have to call it a night now because we've been waffling for absolutely ages, and this thing's going to be a monster to edit already. So, all right, we definitely have to say goodbye. Uh, so we're going to say an absolute massive thank you to Brian from Image Inform for coming on and joining us and talking about loads of games uh, and uh, allowing us to gracefully talk about his game uh, very stealthily. So, <laughs> without further ado. Uh, Lewis, what are you going to be doing, or if you don't want to tell people what you're going to be doing, where can people find you on the interwebs?
0: Uh, I'll probably be playing some more Skyrim and uh, some more Fallout. I'm still working my way through Fallout 3 and I plan to move on to New Vegas. You can find me on Twitter at louis__con. You can find me on Facebook if you're that bothered. If you just want to see the same shit that I post on Twitter or on Facebook, uh, you can find me on there. Um, probably pimping this podcast when it's edited
1: that's about it L, where can people find you and if you're inclined what are you going to be doing next week?
3: People can find me on the internet at Escaping IRL I will be doing things and stuff and hopefully not playing as much Heroes (laughs) Um, (laughs) because I do want to go out into the internet and source some really obscure games for you again because i know that everyone likes hearing about the obscure and creepy games that i can play. everybody
1: loves the creepy l games okay oh uh, yeah rack them up for us we'll <laughs> knock them all down next week okay good uh I am Rich, you can find me on Twitter at Zebwen, that's Z-E-B-W-E-N You can find my writings uh, and my book that's very shortly going to be out called Static Push at my website richard-horsley.com That's richard Dash-H-O-R-S-L-E-Y.com. Next week I will mostly be seeing what uh, weird and obscure Fallout mods I can load onto the game so that it doesn't run correctly uh, and I will possibly be playing some more indie games because that's the kind of stuff that
2: I like to do Uh,
1: Brian, where can
2: people find you?
1: Right. Well,
2: they can find us uh, the, uh, um, oh, what do you call that little symbol? At Imageform. We're Imageform in one word. And I'll be spending the next week playing SteamWorld Heist, obviously, and a lot of Zombie Vikings from Zonky Games.
0: Now, I played this at Res, and oh, I, you- I, yeah, I, because um, you guys were next to each other at uh, Res, and I came off. Uh, heist, having finished speaking to Julius, and then jump straight on to uh, Zombie Vikings uh, with the guys from Zoink. And um, I think I mentioned it to Rich and L and it's absolutely brilliant. It's a uh, local co op, and it's brilliant. Yeah. I
3: love me a local co op game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so All cool. right. We'll have yep. to yep. tap them up You've, sorry, you've derailed, you've
3: derailed him now yeah.
1: Good grief <laughs> Look at that Sorry Brian I apologize I apologize for Lewis
2: You carry on
3: Get out Lewis <laughs> Alright
2: And the last thing I'll, I'll play is uh, probably Some more Kung Fury The game Ah oh, Yes Ah <laughs> oh, Finally somebody's mentioned Kung Fury on the podcast Ah oh, Kung Fu okay.
1: arcade machine Yes Shh. We need to finish This podcast Rich. <laughs> Sorry Please Sorry Carry on Brian <laughs> oh no that's it <laughs> okay, that's it alright don't, don't carry on then excellent alright that's absolutely brilliant Like, right, thank you everybody thank, if you've managed to make it this far then good fucking job because I nearly dropped out about half that's an hour ago yes, you, you need yourself right look if you've run out of water grab yourself a few more stars on us and you can carry on thank you very much this has been Ready Player Two uh, podcast episode 55 are we on now yeah, yeah oh, sure. oh, we're all the way to fifty-five. Uh, thank you very much to uh, uh, to Brian, like, like i said, from emission Form. Thank you to Lewis and Al for keeping up with me and staying on this long. Uh, thank you to Chris, who's probably going to have to edit this podcast, or whoever ends up editing this podcast. I pit. Sorry about that. Um, so thank you very much, everybody who's listened, and goodbye. Bye. 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 Oh, that was very cool.
0: talking about how are you guys super yeah deeper. really good, good. Good, good we're all good
1: lovely S- super so- stoked excited and ready to go and hopefully linguistically awesome
3: no I... <laughs> my spoon is made of honey and it's just dead
1: i have no idea what just happened are you... what? Um, no, i dropped it in my tea brian
0: meet uh, l and richard i apologize for l in advance and I apologise for Richard <laughs> it in advance.
3: Legitimately, a spoon oh. I bought which had, like, the spoon thingy that was made of honey, and you're supposed to be able mm-hmm. to put it in tea and stir it? I've just been left with a stick. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: The honey, the that honey stick is a thing.
3: <laughs> well, I left it in, in my tea as I was bringing it in the room, and between the time where I put the spoon in the tea... Mm-hmm. It has stuck to the bottom and has come oh. off the stick.
1: So, Elle, you know we have a guest on tonight, right? And, and we're going to be doing an interview? Yeah, this is... We're isn't... so professional. <laughs> this,
3: isn't... <laughs> this isn't Dave. Good <laughs> <Great. laughs>
1: Right, okay. do not worry, worry too much about being, like, professional or anything like that. <laughs> we're just, we're just going to wing it and see what happens. No, exactly. That'll get us laughing and then hopefully I'll get the audience laughing and L screeches like a dinosaur and it's all, it's all great. Oh, somebody's there.
0: Rich,
2: is that what yep. yours? It's, uh, it's a five-year-old
1: with an iPad. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> ah, right, okay. Right, no, that's okay. Mine. Yeah. I, hid, I hid all of mine before we started.
0: iPads or children?
1: Uh, children. <laughs> I don't give my children iPads, that's far too dangerous.
3: No, exactly, yeah.
1: They're way too expensive, I don't or want to have to them. buy a new
0: one. Right. Again, iPads or children? Both.
3: I'm going to steer it. That's going to really annoy me. I have a lump of, lump of honey like right at the bottom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> El, honey spoon died. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Someone's microphone went
0: Yeah, Rach, that's your microphone. Uh,
3: uh, my ears.
0: <laughs> okay, how about now?
1: Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Sorry, sorry. where sorry. Have you got it? No, I've got In no. Your it's pocket. not. <laughs> no, I've got a. There's like a weird kind of bit where I think one of my kids is chewed through the cable or something, and um.
4: Oh my god! <laughs> it's gone god. a bit. I
1: got it. It's all right. I feel, I'm pretty sure they electrocuted themselves, so I think it's okay. Right. They won't uh, do it again. No, they definitely won't do it again. That's, that's my go-to line. If somebody says, "Oh, watch out!" Be. If somebody goes, "Oh, watch out!" They're about to fall off that wall. I'll be like, "That's all right. They'll only do it once." That's gonna happen again. Yeah, exactly. There's like that. You'll learn. You'll either die or you'll learn from it. Either way, yeah. you're good. <laughs> I needed a break there. Oh, my head was starting All to right. explode. I
3: thought you were going to say something else. There, <laughs> no, 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 no. I Good wasn't point. that excited for four hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Need a Kleenex. Be right back. <laughs> oh,
4: my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that was brilliant. Put yourself on hold a sec, Elle. Uh. Cool.
3: I managed to get my honey spoon from the bottom of the teacup. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Going to get comfy <laughs> I support you every step of the way, L. Yay. Ow.
3: Do, 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 do. Uh. it's because I wasn't holding him.
2: Okay, My... how's your how's your spoon, L? Is it is it better or is
3: it? Oh, I I I've used that one now. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Wonderful.
1: Good grief. Content a plenty this week, guys. This podcast is definitely a marathon. Congratulations. I think, in fact, it's almost a triathlon. We need
3: a badge. We no, need a badge to give to guests who survive an entire episode. You
1: survived a Ready Player Two podcast. Well done.
0: Oh, no, that's not it anymore.
3: <laughs> I don't care. I live in the past. Oh, God. I can't,
0: ima- I can't imagine that you've had many interviews where you just listened to three idiots waffle no, on about the other no. bollocks oh, God, that they've know, played. It's
2: such a, it's such a relief. This is just so much fun.
0: Um, <laughs> like, no. That's not what I was expecting you to no, say, you so thank like, you
2: very much. No, but really, I mean, like, how can you spend two hours, right? You can watch a movie and say, oh, I guess I hope, I was hoping it was going to be better. Or you can do this, you can sit and laugh for two hours.
1: <laughs> I'm going gonna- I'm gonna to be the one dressed as a robot in drag. Oh, lovely. Oh,
4: man, no,
1: thank you. You'll tell me straight away.